It's only funny when there's other people here and I can fuck it up. I know. I had I was thinking of the number. And you're like, am I gonna check this box? Yes. Is Ricky gonna say it? So this is our clean cut. Yep. But no, re- realistic. <laughs> realistically, I was trying to remember which episode we were coming back to because we missed uh, last week. It's forty six. We're on episode forty something or one hundred and something. It doesn't fucking matter. Yeah. We're here, motherfuckers. Yeah. A number doesn't matter. Yes, it does. Uh, so either way, welcome back to Now You Made It Awkward podcast, episode forty six. That I remembered. Um, we did fully right. Yeah, pretty. <laughs> I'm gonna it's, go back and check. No, like, it God is, damn it, it's forty three. It is right because last <laughs> the last official full episode was forty five. Um, do you count the top fives as part of those? No, top fives are not okay. do not count as regular episodes, which is why it was not up on, uh, which is why it was not up on Podbean, like you were wondering. You about. need to put it on Podbean anyways. Just don't put an episode number on it because Kara asked me. It was funny. Like it was that shit was funny as hell, dude. Like I literally messaged you, and then like thirty seconds later, I got a bing from her, and it, she had said the same thing. <laughs> that is funny. Yeah, no, because I'm only putting whole episodes up. All right, because uh, that makes it hard for me to listen to that. Because yep. when it's on YouTube, I'm at work, so I yeah. can't listen to it at work because you got to have your screen open. You got to get that. I'm not paying. You got to get that YouTube YouTube Red money or whatever they fucking call. I'm it. not. Well, see, that's why I need to upload it. Shit. I need to upload it to Rumble because Rumble has that ability where you can just. I'm not. It. I'm not downloading another motherfucker. He's going to Podbean or I ain't listening to it at work. Mm. Well, it's just because that'll just be any extras slash top fives. Because the last top five we I put up everywhere was the. Uh, cop movies that's how long it's been yeah. like didn't do wow. the chick flicks didn't do any of the other stuff so top five cop movies was the last one i uploaded over there and that's been a minute so yeah. but either way uh obviously guys i am shoki and of course you can follow me at all the shoki related things in the description down below i have uh, gotten back to work on uh filming more stuff especially for the patrons which by the way shout out to the patrons who can see this especially uh laura who's basically um, the, hi hi laura yeah everybody else <laughs> yes. so laura's the only, the only one currently who has access to the uh un, uncut as it were version of the uh, podcast where we also are on camera so you can watch ricky smoking right now though the frame yes. the framing oh, the framing mm. is slightly off because usually the door is almost centered behind you and then you have the skimmer off to one well, that's because usually it's yeah you're on, on the left side here. yeah exactly now that's the framing i'm used to right there and then last week i think when we tried to film you had the camera scooched over so i saw the other have, side now, now i gotta move the microphone like it's all good uh, actually uh, having it right there is fine Oh, right here is good. Yeah, that's, that's perfect. Good. Good stuff. You know, it's a fi fine ad. It's fine. That's it. <laughs> Looks better or, than it did. <laughs> or is it Fifine? Um, it's Fifine. Fifine. <laughs> so either way, of course, and that's Ricky over yonder. What up, y'all? And for some reason, if you're watching this, if you're seeing the video, when we started, our sides were actually switched. And then somehow, while I was changing settings on other things, we switched sides. I was on the left. He was on the right. That's one reason why, like, at least if it was the other way, when I look over, it would look like I'm looking at you. Instead, it looks like I'm looking off into the void. It's like, it, from my point of view, it still looks like you're just staring off. Squirrel! <laughs> yeah, it is what it is. So, um, and, you know, everybody else was too busy to join us today, although on Thursday... Fuck them! On, on <laughs> Thursday, I will be recording an episode with Rusty, because I know you'll be at work. So I want to double up this oh. week. The so. fuck kind of gross? No, I don't remember that. Unacceptable. It's fine. It's fine. I'm just gonna I'm gonna record next because I've actually never got to sit down and just talk to Rusty. I've only talked to Rusty with everyone else. 
It's like so. I was like, huh, I'll just sit down. I'll sit because I know he, he he would want to join today, but apparently his work is doing all kinds of crazy shit. Sometimes I think he and Dormammu work for the same company, you know, where they both get slammed and it's absurd. Uh, you know, of course, uh, shout out to oh, Russell. You better keep his dick out of my chair. Two number slot, motherfucker. It's you a guest. Don't even get don't get comfortable. He's not. But speaking of Rusty, we were actually uh, featured on his channel this past weekend where he did his thousand subscriber giveaway. And we went over there and, you know, harassed him a bit. Yes. And then, made fun of him a lot. And we possibly maybe embarrassed ourselves in front of Pake for Life. I don't know. It's hard to tell. Meh. Oh, well. But he, I was trying to let him get the feel out for me on on, on recording, but yeah. Rusty does not understand how recordings fucking work. We're literally in the middle of introducing ourselves, trying to talk, get like our little pregame on, and he just hit start while we were like mid sentence talking. I was like, okay, yeah, that's gonna happens. get bacon here, raw dog. He don't know what the hell he's stepping into. That poor guy. Yeah. Well, you know what's really <laughs> funny is he actually he didn't hit the start button at the right time, so his countdown thing didn't actually go across. <laughs> it's like I, I went back and rewatched it. I was like. The countdown's gone. And, and like, then it was still running after after we said the show was over. Yeah. <laughs> he still forgot to hit end. Yeah, oh, no, but either bad. way, but no, shout out to Rusty. You know, I'm finally hitting a thousand subscribers, and neither of us won anything, so therefore we have to unsubscribe. Uh, uh, I unscripted subscribed. That's the deal. Immediately while live, I unscripted subscribed. I've, I've, as soon I've been... as I didn't win. <laughs> oh. oh, damn. No, either way. So, yeah, I'll, I'll be mm-hmm. unsubscribing at least three channels. Although I did subscribe. There you go. I did. I did subscribe to Pig for Life, though, because he's a cool dude. Nice. Shout out yeah. to Pig. Uh, I did invite him to come on sometime soon, but his schedule is pretty crazy. So we're going to have to figure out a weekend recording day for him to join us. Uh, so mm-hmm. shout out to Pig. And then Sean has a cool idea for when he wants to do on a weekend too. Yep. So right. hopefully sometime soon, probably not this weekend because your schedule is changing up. Uh, we'll figure it out. Uh, but either way, it would be it'd be probably an evening or a night night stream or anyway. Mm-hmm. So we could figure that one out. Um, yep. So yeah, we got we got things we got things rolling. Uh, we did miss. There's balls in the air. There are so balls. There's balls all over the place. There's some mm-hmm. balls here, some balls there. And uh, last my wife week, has mine. In her purse. <laughs> yep. And she uh, she one of the Oh, it's not. See, even like Sean's sending old. me a message right now. Oh, my God. Hold on. I'm going to tell him we're Tell him to quit fucking sending voicemails and just get on here. Well, he's at work. That wouldn't work out too well. Wow. Yeah. When he's actually at work, there's no way. Like, work work. Yeah, it's too loud. Yeah, at the shop, mm. there's no way. When he's at home, you know, we can do, like, what happened with our top five, which, by the way, That guys, was cool. Go watch mm-hmm. our top five. Yeah, he came in, had no idea what we were doing, and just was right there for it. And uh, we, are, we are actually going to have Sean on, like I said, uh, or like Ricky brought up, uh, for a thing that he wanted to do, which was an interesting idea. So uh, look forward to that sometime in the next couple of weeks. I'm not, I'm not sure when, but apparently he's like committed to even getting an actual microphone and shit. And stuff. Yeah. Like he and, had me sending them links to the one yeah. that I got and everything. And, like, okay. You know, what's stupid though. Like the, if you listen back to the top five, his audio is bad, but I think it's because he's got his phone propped up. Like mm-hmm. if he had just let his phone lay on the table, his audio would have been yeah. great, but he propped it up. So it would have been better on camera because yeah. it was just muffling his thing. So, mm-hmm. uh, and actually, and I forgot how much my earbuds sound like shit. It's yeah, not. It's when you go back and look at the listen to the first ones where I'm just talking like on on the speakerphone. Yeah. Dog shit. Then you found when I got the earbuds, we got the earbud thing worked out. Sounded less like dog shit. And now with this microphone and headset, going back is like horrible. Oh yeah, horrible it was bad. fucking bad. It was really fucking was bad. Rough. Now, uh, because of the last few weeks, I've been using my old computer. We started using Streamyards to record just to kind of stream no pun intended streamline the uh recording session 
And uh, because that drains Ricky's battery really, really fast, you know, he switched to using his uh, earbuds so he could stay plugged in because with his microphone plugged in, can't do both. You know, yeah, it plugs in the charging port. Not to mention your microphone is actually using the power of your... Yeah, you know, that's what I'm saying. It's drawn from it. Yeah. But yeah, you need to send me that splitter, like a thing of... I know you're good at finding shit like that. I need a splitter that plugs in here so I yeah. have two ports. The, the only issue I have with those is that uh, I always worry that it's going to cause any kind of interference, but we'll see. Only one way to find out. Worst, spend worst some case money. scenario, it's going to be like a $5 thing, if that. Yeah. You know, but um, what was I just... Uh, He's getting a microphone. Yeah, no, I, I was going somewhere else, and then you said that. Sorry, my brain is still kind of fried. Also, I only had like four hours of sleep last night. so Sleep is overrated. No, it's not. Not after the last week that I've fucking been through. Yeah. Um, so last night, uh, Jessica actually left to go uh, to her ex-husband's funeral. Uh, mm. So the, uh, everything kind of kicked off early today, which apparently was a uh, mistake on the schedule. So... You know, so she, it, it was way the hell out, like almost two hours mm. from here. Uh, the irony, the irony being he died in Houston, but they buried him closer to home. So it was two hours from here. And, uh, and so she went to go stay with her mom. Cause that would only be like a 30, 35 minute drive, you know, mm -hmm. from there. And then she, you know, goes there last night, hangs out with them, stays there. She contacts me like seven 30 this morning and says, yeah, they got the time wrong. It actually didn't have to be here till ten. So she could have just she left. She could have just left at normal yeah. time this morning. Mm -hmm. Um, so you know, it, it's it's a little awkward to sleep without your spouse. You know, over, when you're time. used to it, yeah. you're so used to it. But then again, with her snoring, I was actually a little bit better off. But I was still so mean. <laughs> but I was also, dude. It's, it's not even about being mean. It's just a fucking <laughs> truth. She snores so fucking bad. Like uh, Sunday night. Sunday night, she rolled over to hold me and was just snoring right in my fucking ear. Like, <laughs> That's like, when I do this number. You yeah. just do the old school, like, three stooges and just stick yep. your things right over there. I've done it, but actually what I, what I ended up doing, I got up because I was also thirsty. So I went to the kitchen, I got some water, and I grabbed my earbuds, and I just put my fucking earbuds in to help oh i can't muffle. sleep shit in my ear it, I, I didn't have a choice i was like i put the earbuds in just so i could sleep i put on a youtube video so i, I didn't hear her and i fucking mm -hmm. fell back asleep uh and then i took one of them out the the pillow side down one i took it out mm -hmm. uh because it was hurting but like you know last night i think i fell asleep sometime around midnight and i get up at 4 35 in the morning and so, like that, that kind of sucked. So I'll probably very promptly take a nap after we're done recording. Um, <laughs> I'm going right back to yeah. gaming as soon well, as we're done. Well, you know, what, you know, it's funny. <laughs> so the the reason I stayed up is because I had a I had a coke with dinner, so I had that extra caffeine. <laughs> you had some coke with dinner there, Scarface. A coke, <laughs> a coke, not some a coke. Heard, <laughs> but the funny a rail. So like you know, so I've, I'm drinking a monster right now. I can drink a full monster and just take a nap. Dude, like, I'll finish this, dude, yeah. I'll finish this coffee. If you if you if you get into a monologue and you just see me do this, I will go to sleep with this shit pumping through yeah. my system. Oh. Yeah, same thing. Uh, though you know, it's really funny. Uh, also, this past weekend, I did a lot of drinking uh, due to <laughs> what happened earlier in the week, which I'll get more into mm -hmm. here in a minute. But so I was at the uh, I was at the local brewery that I'm always at Friday night, and there's some regulars in there. Uh, you know, it's an old couple, and then they're old friends. Usually they all hang out together. I've, I've talked to them a bunch over the years. And the one, uh, her name's Pat. Sweet little old lady. You know, she got the old lady hunch and everything. And uh, 
so to speak. No, no, she fucking has the like. She's nope. Although nope. all hunched over. Think about it, hunching. <laughs> old it. lady hunching. That's why I said sweet old lady hunching. That's why I said hunch, not hump. So either way, because uh, she doesn't have a hump, she just has a hunch. Shut up. <laughs> I was waiting for you to look up. Dude. I was, I was trying like, not to. to do this. I want to keep, keep doing crunches over there, Ricky. It's fine. I'm gonna have an 18 pack by the time yeah. he looks up. <laughs> I'm just gonna hold it. I'm just sitting here staring up at the shelf, just staring off at his not face. acknowledging I'm, Ricky at all. I'm just like, watching OBS, I'll be like, Ricky. I wasn't I'll be like, you. I know he's doing something, so I'm just not gonna look. <laughs> so either way. Um, I feel this podcast has gotten better since we turned the cameras on. Uh, <laughs> so Somewhere. shout out. So everybody who isn't paying for the Patreon, you don't know. So either yeah, way, go fuck yourselves. <laughs> so she had just had, uh, I think they I think she said cataract surgery. So she's got the one eye like all patched up and everything. And mm-hmm. apparently they like put a whole new lens on her eye and everything. Like no, the glass one. No. Uh, yeah. Like whatever. Yeah. However they do that. And she, I think mm-hmm. she's in her seventies at least. Um, but she's sitting here on her phone like this, like looking down and her, her husband had walked off to go get food or something because the food place is outside. And we're sitting here chit-chatting and everybody looks over cause somebody started giggling and she is just asleep, like full on fuck asleep, <laughs> like at the bar, like no joke, sitting at the bar, not contacting anything. She's just, mm-hmm. And then, like, we see her hand on her phone, just kind of, mm-hmm. just start twitching. And we're like, either she's going to face plant into the bar or she's going to fall off the stool. But you know, she had a friend right there with her. So, you know, if anything happened, but we're all just laughing at it. We're like, okay, how long is she going to go? And then she drops her fucking phone and that wakes her up. I was like, ah, oh. it was like, damn it. We didn't you remember the, it. at bars, like, it was like the very early 2000s, maybe 2010s, they had a lot of those touchscreen games. Remember, like, the oh, little yeah. TV at the end of the bar of where course. you could do, like, the search and finds? Yeah. I have seen plenty of people Fall passed out, place. finger on the screen. Yep. Just passed out like this. Yep. Seen that plenty <laughs> like... of so, either way, so that was Friday night. So, Friday night, mm-hmm. I went to the brewery, had a few beers. Came home. Breweries. Breweries. Didn't you go to like two of them? That was over the weekend. But Friday, I only went to the one. So Saturday, we had already had plans. Because I had taken Saturday off. Because I was supposed to be on vacation last week. So I was supposed to be on vacation. And then they said, hey, this other high seniority asshole never chose his vacations. He wants that week. And I said, that sounds like a him problem, not a me problem. (laughs) It's like the rest of us. Y'all unionized? Yeah, it's like the rest of us chose our vacations a fucking you know six, six months, months ago, ago. why the fuck do i have to bump my vacation for him so they said hey uh you know he wants to take it you know are you okay with just taking saturday off and i'm like yeah that's fine normally i work through most of my vacations unless things are planned out you know like like what's happening later this year um so i just say fuck it so i give up the week and i'm just gonna take saturday off so there's a uh, metery as in a place that makes mead. That's out. Of- it's not like you said meatery. I know like, that's why I, you went that's- to a sausage party. No, but that's that's why I specified that makes mead. They're trying to be fucking fancy, man. It's a goddamn bar that serves mead. No, they make it. They don't just serve it. They actually make it there. It's just like any other brewery or winery where you make the shit there you know they have their they own make bees. it they just they put honey in a thing and let it rot for a while and then yep. serve it to you guys and call it mead yes and it's really fucking good by the way so <laughs> and it's out in the, it's way out in the country 
and I mean like it's like an hour, <laughs> hour and tw- it's like an over an hour from here. So it's like literally middle of the country. You don't have to explain to me, man. When somebody yeah. from the country says it's way out in the country, I knew exactly what the fuck yeah. you meant. Yeah, <laughs> uh, uh, it's it's next door to BFE. If anybody, yeah. so. Uh, did i ever tell you i've driven through bfe oh yeah like actual BFE. actual bfe yeah yeah when i lived in mississippi on the way to tupelo there's a town called egypt and you literally ah. just you look no we haven't we haven't egypt it's all cotton fields yeah. you look that way it's all just crap yeah. and then you're out of it no you know, there was like, there's a, there's an egypt out here too yeah but mm-hmm. it basically got erased and turned into another town but gotcha. but some of the roads are still there with the old name so mm-hmm. So we go out there because it's it's really good. Last time we went was with a few friends. I think it was like an anniversary party for them or something. I forget. It was, mm. There was some some big deal going on. It was close to Christmas, and uh, or close to New Year's, somewhere thereabouts. It was cold as fuck. I know that it's cold and super windy, and you know it was just as cold and super windy when we fucking went Saturday because uh, apparently winter decided to come back uh, for about five minutes. But either way, went out there. We had a good time. Uh, there was a we we noted this in the parking lot there was legitimately eight fucking teslas like all parked we, we have lots of teslas where i live at yeah but i'm talking about middle of the fucking country eight teslas in one spot i'm like there's no way they're not all together there's no way so we we walk in it's like a biker club but it's just tesla people no it was a family <laughs> out on their tesla drives no it was a family <laughs> it was a it was a one whole family it was an asian family uh, and oh. some, it was somebody's 30th birthday. I don't know whose it was, but they had like a 30 balloon. They had some shit set up off to the side and everybody got Tesla's for their birthday, <laughs> dude. And I mean, like, it wasn't even the same that like, there were some model X's, some model threes, some model mm-hmm. S some all like every fucking version of a Tesla. I was like, what if they work at a Tesla dealership and they just took work cars and drove over? That would there? be pretty dickish. <laughs> also, I want to know why Tesla dealership uh, has so many Asians working for them. Um, <laughs> Like, better well, because we have like two two Tesla dealerships nearby, uh-huh. and it'd be like mm, that's a little weird in their hiring practices. A up. They're a little focused, <laughs> um, but no, it, that's a Ford. Yeah, yeah, that is. Ah, so at least you know what that one is. But like, they took up the whole <laughs> middle of the actual like tap room, you know. So we kind of mm-hmm. had we found one ch- one table that was really available that we could just chill at other than wasn't really uncomfortable bar stools. But the reason I say <laughs> I, they definitely were all together is because once that family left, no more Tesla's in the parking lot. Um, mm. It was just kind of funny. I was like, I was like, I said, there's no way because six of them were together and then two more were off to the side. Like they clearly showed up mm. slightly later. Uh, it was just funny. I was just like, there's, n- there's no way all these cars are not together. And mind you, it's not like they've got like the Tesla chargers and shit like that. When I say it's country, I mean it's fuck off country, you know farmlands and farmland and shit. Say less, man. I know what you're talking yeah, about. But I'm, I'm for for the people who don't. I'm just letting mm-hmm. them know because they this, aren't in your Patreon. Yeah, this people is, in your Patreon. This is basically, basically a a bee farm for lack of a better term. You know, and the cool thing is like they actually develop stuff. You know, like they'll build the bee boxes, and you can buy that shit from them. You can buy the stuff to harvest honey and everything from them. So they're not just capitalizing on one end. They're selling honey. They're selling mead. 
and they're making shit to also have your own beehives. So they're the cracker barrel of, of bees. Kind of. I mean, <laughs> you walk in, you can get it. You could build your own cracker barrel with everything they have yeah. for sale inside this fucking shop. Yeah, it's like buy your own cracker barrel <laughs> franchise in the gift shop. We'll set you up across the freeway. It's fine. Dude, those rocking chairs on the front, if you pay attention, they have price tags. Oh, I know. I know. The motherfuckers you. Somebody oh, else's ass grease all over it, and they'll sell it to you. No, oh, thank you. Oh, yeah. So the other, remember the other weekend I said we went to Cracker Barrel for breakfast, and mm-hmm. uh, we're, we were told we were gonna have like a really long wait so we went back outside and we sat down by the big ass checker set yeah and there's one fucking piece missing of course I was like what dickhead fucking did this and why can't just, I just enough to fuck up just use your phone yeah just use your phone as the replacement well what i said is like we'll just <laughs> remove one so we'll just start at the same spot so and then we literally got two moves into the game and they called us so i was like oh nice. well, well i guess fuck your 45 minute wait then so <laughs> Uh, country 45 minutes yeah and then so after the metery we still had plenty of time before i needed to get home to do the live stream with uh you rusty and pake so i said fuck it what else can i do on the way home and i thought about Mm -hmm. it i was like holy shit there's a brewery out here that i've been wanting to fucking get to since it opened but it's so far away it's not like just easy to go do i said fuck it we're literally right here so we went it's fun little place you know little fucking backwoods brewery you know, once again, middle of nowhere. Uh, but they definitely know their clientele. <laughs> it's mm. like they to, to surprise everybody. This is actually an intervention for Shoki. No, see, <laughs> the thing is, showing his alcoholic card today. No, He's like, I only go to bars that are easily accessible to me. I'm not going there if I have to drive. <laughs> well, that's not true because I have driven to other cities to go drinking. <laughs> so that's not true. But hey, look, if I've got good places to drink. <laughs> two minutes away and i've got good and i've got an okay place to drink 30 minutes away i'm gonna go and everybody knows one. your name yeah. you walk in they're like shoki they the <laughs> yeah no it, no it's pretty much they all see me walk in and they go oh, fucking yeah, they here all we look fucking away. go yeah here we go like this guy's here to talk about his ipas again <laughs> i mean it's a brewery that happens anyways Gross. so but either way no there's a cool little brewery called frankenbolts frankenbolts brewery mm. Uh, it's like a one, basically a one man operation. You know, he doesn't have employees. It's just him and his wife. And, uh, that, that, uh, some dudes out there making crawfish and everything else like that. It was a nice little place. Um, and inexpensive, you know, it was pretty fun. So I'll, I'll find a reason to get back out there one day. Uh, their their anniversary parties on the first, but I was it's like, called the DTS. That's 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 gonna be all you're in. Here. Well, you know the thing is, is like if you balance your drinking properly, you don't have a hangover. So like that's called being a functioning so, alcoholic. So despite well, no, because functioning alcoholics just deal with the fucking detoxing. I've known plenty of functional alcoholics. Yeah, they don't ever detox. They just, no, stay, they just drunk stay drunk all the time. Yeah, but like, no, because the funny thing is even, okay, so when we were doing the recording, so I had had, mm-hmm. I had a bunch of mead, I had mm-hmm. at least one beer. And then, oh, you told us that time. Well, you and told then, me. And then, yeah. like, I'm kind of drunk. This is going to be fun. Yeah, I was kind of drunk. But the thing is, even coming home and drinking tequila while sitting here talking with you guys, I wasn't getting any drunker. You know, yeah, it was just like, I mean, there. the you goal was not to get spot. shitty, but I kind of had the thought is like, I could, you know, <laughs> but, I could. I, but the thing is, I forgot that we have tiny little bottles of wine in the fridge. So when I jokingly said I should pop some wine and then start drinking hard liquor. So I just hit all of the above. It's like, God, I, could, I could have, and I should have, and it might've been a much more fun live stream, but, <laughs> but, Rust, pretty fun. but Rusty would have never come back. So yeah. it's fine. Um, 
But basically, uh, after doing all that, surprisingly, no hangover because I finished the night with tequila. That's the way to go. No hangovers with tequila. Gross. No hangovers with tequila. And then, yeah, I don't get hangovers from tequila either because I don't drink that piss. Yeah, I do because it's good. Blech. But then, uh, speaking of which, I did get some new tequilas uh, last week in the interim. Before everything kind of went to shit, you know, <laughs> I did actually go get some new tequilas. Um, but then, uh, oh, uh, Sunday went back to the first brewery because they had a, a they had another. <laughs> I wouldn't get one sale. <laughs> well, I well I forgot. No, I much like a lot of other people, I forgot they had an event happening Sunday that I already bought tickets to. So when I went Friday, I wasn't thinking about that. I just needed a fucking beer, and I rarely mm-hmm. need. A beer. So it sounds like a drink. There's a difference between having a beer and needing a beer. I know yeah. what you're talking about. I often have beer mm-hmm. on live streams. I usually have my these, Jameson yeah. drinks too, but there are some days when I come home from work, yeah. I need And I, I, I rarely need. Mm-hmm. And Friday, I needed. You uh, probably needed more than what you drank. I you had a hell of a week. I absolutely <laughs> did. So for those who, a lot of people are in the know, especially on the Patreon. I, I kind of let it all you know, out there for the Patreon. So the weekend before this, uh, Jessica found out that uh, her ex-husband had had an accident and was on his deathbed. So that was Saturday. She she went to go visit the family. Are you in a car accident? No, he actually fell off of a ladder or off of something or off a roof. Oh, he was he was on a job site, and apparently he just passed out and hit the ground. And they said he had been having a hard time controlling his blood pressure. So odds are he, he, his blood pressure went through the roof and uh, something happened. Either he had popped an aneurysm or passed out or whatever, got some brain damage. Basically, he was brain dead by the time she went to go visit him. Um, basically, they let everyone know after a few days that basically he was brain dead and going to be gone. Um, so she went out there to say her goodbyes and stuff like that. She was already super emotional, right? And then Sunday, after we get done recording the top five, uh, I get a phone call from my mom. And she is really upset and really out of it. And she says that her head is killing her. She doesn't feel good. Her vision is fucked up. And she doesn't know what to do. Um, so I said, okay, hold on. Stay on the phone with me. I Got I called Jessica, I mean from the other room, you know, because I had the door mm-hmm. open, and I said, "Call nine one one, send an ambulance to mom's house, right now." And she's like, "Oh God!" And you know, we're kind of always on the ready for this because my mom has tried to die on us like five times in three years. Um, tried unsuccessfully, knock on wood. Yeah, and uh, so we get an ambulance over there, and I call my aunt, who is most of the time right down the road. And she, she kind of was, but I didn't, what I didn't know is there was a family event happening at the same time. It was, uh, somebody's daughter's second birthday or whatever, you know, who gives Mm -hmm. a fuck, who cares about a two-year-old's birthday, you know, it's like, so, uh, I called her, I said, Hey, get to mom's house right now. Cause we just called an ambulance and she's like, she's been sick for weeks. We've been telling her to go to the doctor. I'm like, okay. But uh, because of the, it's like we're still 30 minutes away, you're 10 minutes away. Get your ass over there. And so get off the phone. We get dressed. You know, I, I was in the middle of editing a hilarious video that came up 
uh, during the uh, top five video. So I need to actually get back to that one of these days. I never got around to finishing that edit. That was the uh, that was the I am legend with uh, the touch playing <laughs> and, and when you see what i was planning on doing with it you will laugh even harder so uh i, I was making it, sean doing that little quick clip was yeah pretty funny too. yeah no i was like i was going i was going hard on it no pun intended mm -hmm. um if i had a keyboard in front of me i would be fucking adding my own to it <laughs> instead of having to find other variations either way so we haul ass over there the ambulance has already picked mom up and uh we actually end up passing the ambulance going the other way because it hit the and I, I even had the thought i was like why don't i just drop jessica at the er so she can be there already and i'll go get the old man you know because my dad cannot be left alone effectively because he's with his dementia and stuff like that he can't be left alone for too long like she can go to the store or something but like not for a really long time unless he's going to be asleep so long story short um she's pretty fucked up uh, apparently she has had horrible diarrhea for weeks. Um, and I mean weeks, like no solid bowel movement for at least three weeks, which is she's having a shitty couple of weeks. Guys. Yes. A very, un very shitty couple of weeks. But in the last mm -hmm. week specifically between headaches, like r extreme headaches, uh, losing vision in one eye and then the other, like it was just flipping back and forth uh feeling nauseous and all these other fucking things there was a list of fucking stuff mm -hmm. and it's like and what, none of these are good it's like none what? of these are good it's and like in concert with each other they're yeah. really bad so it's <laughs> like when you were at number two why didn't you call nine one one? why did you so get, to speak why did number yeah. two yeah. diarrhea so <laughs> when you got to number seven why was that the final straw like, yeah. I, and i get, made this one yeah. worse than all the and, other and, things and, and, I, and I guess number eight was death so i guess number seven was the time to call ultimately <laughs> but so they get her on fluids and everything else like that and they get her admitted to the hospital and at that point, we're just like, okay, we're just going to wait. We'll see what's going on. Uh, eventually, we we go back home, and we're like, all right. So it tomorrow, the next day is Monday. Jessica's got to go back to work. I'm off, but mom's going to be overnight. We don't know how long that's going to take. And so we said, okay, let's just stay here until the old man calms down and goes to bed because he'll take his night meds. We got him his night meds. We got food in him put him to bed and then like we literally like okay old man we're going we'll be back first thing in the morning go straight to bed because like yes you really kind of you know mm. direct him and we we get in the car and we back up and we turn off the headlights and park where he can't just see the car because it's dark as shit out there so you couldn't see it if the lights weren't on and we waited until we saw all the lights go off which you know took only a couple more minutes <clears throat> and he said okay He'll be fine. He'll go to bed. His meds will kick in. He'll go to sleep. Mm -hmm. So next morning, I come back. Jessica goes to work. And I'm thinking I'm going to get there early. He's going to still be sleeping in. You know, I'll get up. I'll get him his meds, get him some food, and then we'll go visit mom. This motherfucker is already up, fully dressed, ready to go. Like when I walk in the door at like 745. Like, mm. normally he sleeps till, like, 10, you know, or whenever my mom gets him up. Not like that. Med, meds made sure he... I wasn't going to yeah. say that. You, you had it in your head. I heard it. I could hear no, your I thoughts. Was, no. So, either way. So, either way. Not when you're talking about your mom and dad. Yeah. Not, not at this point. 
Uh, apparently, uh, certain medications. Well, now it is. So thanks a fucking yeah. lot. Well, apparently, certain medications took care of that years ago. So um, don't need to know that. Everyone needs to know this at this point. So either way, uh, I talked to him. I was like, "Did you eat anything?" And and he's like, "No." I was like, "Okay, well, get some cereal. Eat some cereal before we go." I got you milk yesterday, so you could have some of your cereal. Finally, convince him to eat, but he's complaining that his side hurts. Turns out this motherfucker got up in the middle of the night and wanted to go to the kitchen. Hold on, hold on, hold on a second. Yeah. You just said the meds killed that years ago, so how's he a motherfucker? He's still... Yeah, ah, now I do it because you fucking did it. So, D- didn't but. say whose mother. Um, <laughs> oh, gross. Yeah. So, uh, so either way, he got up in the middle of the night and apparently he went to go to the kitchen for something. He doesn't even remember what, but he remembers basically blacking out and falling and you know, then wake get waking and didn't up say nothing. Floor. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Well, I mean, when I asked him about it, yeah, he flat out told me, but he's like, mm-hmm. "Oh well, no big deal. It happens." And just like he was literally super nonchalant about it. I'm like, "Are you okay?" And you know, I'm checking him mm-hmm. out. He's got mm-hmm. no bruising, which considering he's got like, you know, super thin blood vessels and his skin mm-hmm. is is basically like toilet paper. You paper. Know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like it takes nothing for him to bleed. You know, he had a big mm-hmm. old bruise on his elbow, but I don't know what caused that, you know, because he's always mm-hmm. got busted elbows. He's already got band-aids mm-hmm. on the other one. I mean, it doesn't take anything. He can just barely catch it on, on the edge of a door at all, and he won't even notice it or feel it. You know, the textured walls can tear up his mm-hmm. skin, you know? And so I'm like, okay, I'm not thinking anything of this. We go to the hospital, and uh turns to out... To visit your mom. Yeah, to visit mom. It turns out that she's got a a bacterial infection in her gut, a fairly common infection, but you know, you need to get it fucking treated obviously. Cause it doesn't just go away. It's bacteria. And she's just been ignoring it for weeks. Yeah. She's just been ignoring it. Just trying to basically treat the symptom, but not without ever going to deal with any of it. But basically it pushed her to extreme dehydration, even though she was doing her best to keep fluids in, you can only do so much when that much mm-hmm. is coming out of you, you know, mm-hmm. Without being too gross. But then also they said that basically the extreme circumstance of the infection triggered symptoms of a stroke. So she thought she had another stroke. She's had multiple strokes already. Uh, A couple, like two heart attacks and I think up to four strokes, possibly more. To where she's got scarring, you know, on, uh, on one of her lobes from it. But the thing is, is that what was happening to her was actually happening to the opposite side of the brain that you know mm-hmm. she normally has issues normally uh it's the left side of having problems this time it was the right side so it's like okay she's having a stroke on the other side now but no ct showed no stroke no nothing like that basically the doctor said look because you're sick and all this shit was going on it triggered everything kind of like a stroke because that's where you're weak now that is the thing that you're going to be the most susceptible to so that's kind of what it triggered so and then they basically gave her some meds and Send her home. Okay. It's like, and in the meantime, you know, there's only been overnight, you know, this, this is from Sunday afternoon to Monday afternoon. So I cook them dinner, you know, make sure they don't need anything. I, we run to go get groceries for them and stuff like that. So she doesn't have to worry about it. Doctor said, look, get your meds. You got to go take this anti antibacterial med, uh, all this kind of stuff and chill for the next couple of days. Get yourself some help. Don't do anything. For two fucking days straight. And then we'll see you next week to follow up. 
And it's like, okay, fine. I was like, oh, um, I can reduce my schedule tomorrow, come here as soon as I can, and everything else like that. We go home. <sighs> Fuck me. The next day is just... The next three days after this are just fucking horrible. So, they didn't get any sleep, because the old man's in immense amount of pain. So he's constantly making noise, which keeps her awake. So she's basically also been awake for four days straight. She hasn't slept. So everything else on top of that, she hasn't been sleeping. She's sick. She's supposed to be getting rest. She didn't. So now I've got my brother over there. My aunt is over there. We show up. Or at least I show up. Sorry, Jessica went went to work. And it is just a fucking shit show. I basically like having to spell all this out for my brother because he didn't think anything was wrong. At least with my dad. Clearly not with my mom. He's just there to help because I called him for help. Um, And, like, I finally convinced him. I was like, no, there is something wrong with the old man. Like, he doesn't even believe in the dementia. Like, they haven't been around enough to see my dad's dementia kick out. So, while we're sitting there talking about it, mom starts flipping out about all this other shit, thinking somebody hacked her Facebook. <sighs> Nobody ever hacked her Facebook. Nobody did. She made a post on Facebook in her delirium, didn't remember it, and then clearly in the middle of the night also edited it because, like, the thing is, she's like, I didn't make the initial post, but it's changed to this. So not only did somebody else post this, they edited it to fix it. I was like, do you ever know a hacker that will just make a actual normal post and then go in and then edit later to fix the mistake they put in it <laughs> and expand on the information. And it was about mm -hmm. her like status. It wasn't like, mm -hmm. it wasn't like a crazy fucking post. It was literally like, I'm home mm -hmm. from the hospital. This is what's going on. This kind of stuff, vague booking, but still updating mm -hmm. people. I was like, you did this. Like I did not do this. Somebody hacked my Facebook. I was like, okay, whatever. Fine. Change. Motherfucker. Did you hear that? Some just fell. Yeah. I watched it happen. My, was it a turtle? Yes. <laughs> it was It was Mikey as the mummy. Mm. That is weird. That figure has never wanted to fall. I, I literally mm. just watched it fucking go. Oh, I, yeah, I heard it. Yeah, it fucking mm. hit the ground hard. Um, mm. That was a loud thump. Either way, so... That's okay. Just put a band-aid on it. Yeah. He's a mummy. It's okay. Yeah. Worst case scenario, his head popped off. So either way, after just dealing with that nonsense for a little bit, she finally says, look, take your dad to the hospital. Go get him checked out. They were trying to get him into an urgent care, but I guess his insurance sucks, so no urgent care would see him for x-rays. So he said, fuck it. Take him to the ER. We'll go literally right back to the fucking hospital we just left the day before. I go down there. It is fucking packed. I mean, there were 25 people ahead of us, and that's only the people I could see. I mean, they're, like, taking people's vitals and shit in the fucking waiting room. There's, like, nowhere for people to go. And that was a trip in and of itself. There's all kinds of colorful characters, you know, including inmates, some cross-dressers, all kinds of fun people. Some lady who was clearly either super drunk or had narcolepsy because she... Or had, both. Or both because she couldn't stay awake. Um, they had to come, like, really wake her up to do, like, blood tests and shit. So eventually I get Jessica to come by because she's right down the fucking road. I have her leave work early. I'm stressing out at this point. Mom is at home freaking out. The old man is, you know, stressing and he's in pain. Hours fucking later, they get him back there for a CT and an x-ray. Turns out he's got four broken ribs. Jesus Christ. Yeah, so he fell hard enough to break four fucking ribs. 
And like they're surprised that he's just sitting there calmly. Like, no problems. It's like, yeah, we all are. It's fucking weird. And like the whole time we're like, all right. And then they're like, uh it's a, his blood work uh, is a little weird. And they're like, he's got he's got a lot of creatinine in his system for some reason. It's a little high. The levels are a little high. So they're like, okay, we're gonna we're gonna take him back. Uh don't think we're gonna let him go home tonight. And I was like, God damn it. It's like at this point, it's like eight o'clock at night. We've mm-hmm. been there since two. And now they're gonna admit him. Mom's been mostly alone all this time. You'd think she'd be getting some sleep, but no. So I go home to get some supplies for the old man, you know, things he might need, snacks, you know, stuff for his dentures, hearing aids, all that shit, because they're gonna admit him. And I come home to a fucking shitstorm, dude. Nope, not on the other kind that she's been dealing with. But like she full on flips out of me thinking that I've been doing stuff behind the scenes. And then it starts throwing all this shit at me, yelling at me. And I'm like, okay, look, I'm not here for any whatever it is you're yelling about. I need to get stuff for the old man to take care of this. And realistically, all I had been doing at all was trying to get them some help, like reaching out to people who could come and help, you know? You know, like I did with my brother, like I did with my aunt. So I, you know, the fact that my mom would not sleep was a huge problem. We're trying to get her to go rest. And so I, I had texted my aunt. I was like, hey, can can you, like, is there somewhere she can go where she can just get away from my dad for a little bit to get some sleep? And I never got a response. And I think that message may have been misunderstood. Because mm. I think they meant that as, we need to put my mom somewhere. Mm. Which is not what I said in any way, shape, or form. But then, basically, she's yelling at me, thinking I'm the one who hacked her Facebook and that I've been doing all these things because I actually posted on Facebook on mine, and you saw this, I believe you and Kara both saw this post, where I said, "Okay, here's what's going on." I just reached out for help, and I reached yeah. out for help. She saw that and got incredibly angry, like saying that I put her business out there. You know, I got no business embarrassing her like this. You know, and my aunts were both on that side. They're like, "Why did you do this?" I'm like. Because we needed fucking help. Mm-hmm. It's like, I was reaching out for help. And I didn't have any. You know, it's either I need people to help in the literal right here, right now, to help deal with this. Either watch the old man, watch her. Or we need to figure out how to take a lot of the pressure off of them. Because their house does have a lot of problems. You know, it is literally has no foundations under it. And it is old and shit is rotting. Like, half of it is fucking falling off. You know, a good, an honestly, a really bad storm might actually topple the back half of the house with them in it. And, you know, basically we've been talking for years. It's like, look, we need to get you into either a new house or we can move in a trailer or something for y'all. And like every step of the way, it's been like excuses, excuses. Some of them are good. I'm going to be honest. Other ones, not so much, mostly just for whatever. And so, in the meantime, now I've got an old man in the hospital. I've got an old lady over here who's sick and angry. And i got a stressed-out wife who is already on the verge of tears from everything else that's going on. So, I finally get her to cooperate, which was really funny, because she goes from yelling at me to, like, here, let me pack you all some snacks. Like, it's crazy. And so, I finally deal with that. We stay there in the hospital. We finally get the old man into, into a room and get him settled in do all the admissions stuff, all that kind of crap. And we finally get to leave out of there at like 1130. 
Like we, I've been there since two in the afternoon, you know? So we leave there at 1130. I call into work. Like I say, look, Hey, everything's going on. I'm not coming in tomorrow. I got to deal with all this mess. Even, uh, Jessica ends up taking a late shift so she can come deal with all the stuff in the morning. So we go up to the hospital first thing, like eight o'clock in the morning, as soon as they'll let us in the doors, you know, and uh, the old man is just perfectly fine. You know, they said, you know, we got some updates from overnight, you know, you know, he slept when he could, you know, they did a few tests overnight and stuff like that. And, uh, otherwise that, and he's just been, just been chilling there. No problem. He's just like, he's like, can I go home today? And I was like, no, nope, doesn't look like it. It's like, you're kind of fucked up. And then that's when we, over, over the next few hours, they discover that his oxygen is surprisingly low. Like he's been on oxygen, like the whole time he's been there and it's still not getting up to normal resting rates. So it's like, that's weird. So they check him out. He's got heart problems. He's on a pacemaker and stuff like that. But he's never had his lungs really looked at, other than the fact that he was diagnosed with COPD, I don't know, 10 years ago. You know, mild COPD, if, if at anything, you know. Mm-hmm. And so they want to do everything. They do a chest chest CT. They do all this kind of stuff. And they don't really find anything new other than just, well, just his, his lungs are shitty. He's fucking 90, you know. And like, they finally figure out, it's like, okay, well, he's going to have to be on oxygen now, like, just because. Like, I mean, at least when necessary, you know, just showing out around the house and probably going to need a, uh, a condenser, whatever they call that thing, you know, where basically it just harvests more air and helps him get it mm-hmm. in. And, uh, and we're like, okay, that's cool. And then they ask us if we want to get a social worker to check things out. And we look at me and Jessica look at each other and we're like, yeah. So we finally get to talk to a social worker and, uh, and she's a super nice lady. Like, I mean, that's her job. That's what they're supposed to do. And really she kind of lays out like all the kind of stuff that, uh, they can actually do. She, she sends hours researching, uh, programs, especially for vets, you know, because my dad's a veteran and, uh, and then eventually my mom shows up. After we haven't been able to get a hold of her for a few hours, my mom shows up at the hospital. Instead of staying mm-hmm. at home, getting some fucking rest, she has been going ninety to nothing like all fucking day. Apparently, like mm-hmm. trying trying to get her medication, trying to do this and that, and all this kind of stuff. Instead of doing any kind of resting, I think she said she got like two or three hours of sleep, and then fucking went right back to it. And so she's still stressed the fuck out. Mind you, Jessica and I have been here. My brother is there, and we've been there all day. Like, my brother worked all fucking night and then came immediately to the hospital to spend another four or five hours with the old man, you know, and at the same time, we we talked through everything, you know, we're like, all right, what can we do to, like, actually try to make a difference and get some help, you know, you know, even if it just means us going over there more often to help out and everything like that. And the whole time, he's still pretty much just being a jovial old guy, you know. His memory issues are still there, but for the most part, he's just chilling, watching TV, doing his mm-hmm. crosswords, all that kind of shit. Like nothing even happened. Like yep. nothing's even wrong other than the pain. Oh, they did give him pain meds. That helped. But, uh, and then my mom showed up and then it was just <sighs> fucking chaos after that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it wasn't until the social worker came back a few hours later and my mom found out that we had even 
talked to a social worker mm. and like had, and she actually researched some stuff and found programs that even their insurance would help with that. My mom, I, I, when I talked to mom before about this stuff, she said, no, there's nothing there. No one will help us. It was like, so she found programs that their, their health home health stuff that their insurance would cover or at least, you know, pay partials and then stuff that would be VA benefits and all these other things. And then as soon as she found out that like I had, or we had set this up, she fucked the mood changed instantly. Mm-hmm. And in the middle of it, the lady's trying to explain that, look, it's like the VA stuff is like, you don't have to do this kind of thing, but they will help you. Like there are benefits without having to get services, you know? It's like everybody right. knows the VA sucks. We all we all know the VA fucking sucks, but they do have benefits even that can, depending on when it's filed for, extend to my mom after my dad dies. And mm-hmm. so as she's explaining this to my mom, my mom cuts her off and basically says, "Well, we're not really going to do anything with the VA if we can help it because we've had to do all this." And I said, and I started to say, "Look, it's like it's not that you have to completely rely on the VA. It's that it'll be a supplement." She's like, "Oh no, you stay out of our business." Like mm. starts shouting at me in front of a fucking stranger mm-hmm. in the hospital in the midst of all this. And I said, fuck it, I'm walking out. You know, mm. because at this point she's already yelled at me at the house. We already mm-hmm. got into a fight over over just trying to get the old man help. And now she's yelling at me in the hospital in front of a fucking social worker. And I just fucking say, well, I walk out. And she, mm-hmm. she yells at me, oh, of course, yeah, you're just going to walk away now. I'm like, just like you always do. I was like, yeah, because I'm not going to fight with you in front of this lady. Mm-hmm. And then right after that, <laughs> I go I go and get on the phone with Jessica out, out in the rest of the lobby. And after that, another doctor and another nurse go in there amidst her going off. Mm-hmm. And like she just starts wailing at them about what everything I've done and this, that, and the other. While they're trying to examine my dad. They're not there mm-hmm. for her. They're there for my dad, including one of the doctors Jessica works for. You know, because they want to get him into their office because he's never had a pulmonologist. It's like his cardiologist has been doing all the work, right? Which, sure. But holy shit, dude. Like, at this point, you know, she basically has told me off. And I told Jessica, she she tells me that her ex-husband has now died. Like, mm. it's like, fuck. So in the middle of all this, she's already a wreck from everything going on here. She now knows that my mom is incredibly pissed off at us just for trying to get them help. And then now she gets the bombshell of her, her ex-husband has died all at the same time. She's like, well, I was, and I said, okay, now that I have that news, do not come back up here tonight. Cause she was going to come mm-hmm. back up after work. And I was like, you didn't, you're not going to come in here with that because you won't be able to hold back emotions. It's like, mm-hmm. I'm doing my best right now as enraged as I am. You won't be able to hold anything back. And we don't need that kind of drama in the fucking hospital right now. You know, at the same time, it's, you know, it's, it's upsetting my dad who's just trying to mind his own fucking business or answer medical questions. And my mom was screaming at me or screaming at whoever, even to the point she was correcting. She's on the phone with my aunt talking about her medication. The nurse walks in who had worked on my mom the day before, like gave my mom the medication that she needed in the hospital. And my mom talking about that medication, why there were so many problems with it. And she said, no, it's pretty common for us to administer that and to, and to prescribe that. And she's like, Oh, are you talking to me? No, no, no. I'm, I'm talking about my stuff. You don't worry about what I'm doing. And I was mm. like, uh, sh- you were her patient yesterday. Shut the fuck up and listen. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm just holding my fucking mouth shut at this point. Well, looking on my phone, messaging you guys. 
and other people, but like, holy shit, dude. And it just got worse and worse. So that night I come home to Jessica, who is just an emotional wreck. Of course. And now I'm an emotional wreck. I am so beyond stressed. I can't fucking string 10 words together. Like I can't focus on anything. And my head is just fucking pounding. Cause I haven't been eating anything. My blood pressure through the fucking roof. And like, I can't see straight. I can't fucking talk straight. I feel like I'm going to have a fucking stroke if this shit continues. And so I just said, fuck it. Look tomorrow, not dealing with it at all. You know, odds are the old man's going to go home and I'm just not going to deal with it. I'm not even going to get in it. I'm not even going to talk to her. I'm just going to let it be because she's enraged right now and she's not in her right mind because she's still ranting about how her Facebook got hacked, which it still never did. She started to delete older posts like she went back to like 2021, deleted Mm -hmm. everything since 2021 because she thinks someone else did it. So when I say she's not in her right mind, she thinks her entire Facebook is not hers. So Thursday goes by and my brother, my brother calls to check in to find out that, uh, oh, I'm sorry. No, my brother went by the hospital to find out and then they, they went home. Right. And, uh, I said, that's cool. Thanks for letting me know, you know, that, 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 uh, the old man went home. Still haven't talked to mm-hmm. mom. Not even planning on going over there. I took Thursday for me. It's like mm-hmm. I needed to do shit. I needed to be away from everything. And then Jessica says, Hey, I know your old man went home. I'm gonna swing by and check on him after work. I'm like, Okay, don't bring up anything. And she's like, mm-hmm. I won't, I won't. I'm not gonna start anything. I was like, if she starts anything, you need to leave. Like mm-hmm. If she starts into you about anything, she starts ranting about anything and yelling and screaming about anything, you fucking leave because she doesn't understand what she's doing is running people off and she won't listen to reason, but she can't ignore people walking away from her. So and I told the same thing to my brother. If she starts <clears throat> yelling at you, I don't care if it's on the phone or in person, walk the fuck away or hang up because she will understand something physically changing due to what she's doing. So basically that's what, um, yeah, I'm going to, now, you know what I do for a living and where I work at. Yeah. And I'm going to say, I get where you're coming from. Yeah. And the, the, like the tough love, you need to see that you're fucking up more than I can tell you you're fucking up. Yeah. All right. Here's the problem. If she is entering dementia or already in dementia, moving from the, phase one to phase two none of that will affect yeah um it one if she's not realizing that what she's saying is doing this she's not going to realize that you leaving is because of that well she all she'll all she'll get is the abandonment part of it not the not the quote-unquote lesson that comes with it and 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 i did think that through i did i Believe me, I thought that part through Mm -hmm. because the thing is she understands the people who are on her side, but then if you are even like, so she was basically playing nice with us for two days Mm -hmm. while holding in her rage until she couldn't anymore. 
Um, no, I, I, I think that's a misread because you and I have talked. No, it was, no, it wasn't a misread because that's literally what she did. So like, but that's what with dementia patients and people who yeah. are starting in Alzheimer's and all that, yeah. you have to think of it more from like a child perspective. Oh, it's I do. More, yeah. as long as you're not telling a child no, yeah. they won't act out. But the minute you tell them no is when you get the hissy fit. Well, the thing and, is, it wasn't even a no. I, I get what you're saying, but it wasn't mm, even like a challenge. It was just. I got you. It was that. I'm just saying it'll it'll it, react. That it was way. she like, was she was taking a high and mighty stance. I am the parent. Mm -hmm. You are the child. You do not interfere with my business. You have no business the, talking to me about my business. But that's even, part of phase. That's part of the first phase, man. Yes, yeah. because you got to look at it this way. She's the mother. Yeah. She's she raised you. Mm -hmm. Now you're having to do parental stuff for her, and that is a huge oh, switch in, oh, in the human brain that a person with no issues has a hard time handling. Yeah. And, um, and people and, that have that extra issue added, yeah. it makes it a million times worse because they don't understand why they feel the way yeah. they're feeling. And I think so that they lash out. And I think that particular stage as you're talking mm -hmm. about is a new thing brought onto her condition because mm -hmm. she on having no sleep, Mm -hmm. the body adding in the, the strokes the, the, that the, the body strokes you're talking mind. about with oh, her yeah, yeah, scars yeah. in her brain and all that all yeah. that will affect all of that oh yeah no there's there's a bucket list but like the current mm -hmm. the current stressful situation wasn't allowing her to accept new information that she didn't determine for herself the problem was that she was making up a lot of the information but she mm -hmm. could be completely cogent mm -hmm. and interact with you and be normal but the second that she recognized that you were doing something against her, or rather just slightly different to what she wants, then mm -hmm. she would rage. Now, from from your point of view, I completely understand what you're saying. Having grown up with my mother, most mm -hmm. of this was her personality, but add, add the actual mm -hmm. mental illness that's happening. Yeah. And that's and, the problem is, and, is, is that gets progressively oh, I know. worse. That's, I know. that's one of the worst things. Like I have a hard time with that at yeah. work. Um, we have uh, one patient who um, this, he, he's entering third phase. Like he's, mm -hmm. he's, he's getting there fast and they have this thing called sundowners. Oh yeah. And yeah, yeah. I know that. Okay. So you know what this is? Um, well, cause Jessica's also well, worked with, with, uh, mm -hmm. with, cause she, when she worked in a hospice, so she dealt with a lot mm -hmm. of people also this way. So when you get when you get towards the latter phasings, mm -hmm. that sundown sundowners no longer acts that way anymore. They, yeah. they use that term because usually it happens at night after yeah. the sun has gone down. But later in the latter part of phase two and into phase three, yeah. um, it becomes all the time. It's just still yeah. referred to as sundowners because and, of the and, and they'll flip flop too. Yes. Yeah. And he literally um well, food will be in front of him and he will become physically um, like an altercation with the, the nurses mm, yeah. um, because they're not feeding him. He doesn't have any food and it's literally sitting right in front of yeah. him and he'll just take in bites out of it and be swearing, to, not not cussing, but swearing yeah, yeah, before yeah. everybody that he has not had any food. Everybody's taking it away from him. He's never got it, yada, yada, so on and so forth. Yeah. And we'll start an altercation with him. And the other day he did that. And when he did, he pushed the nurse who tripped backwards into another patient who's in a wheelchair Oh shit! and knocked that person out of the wheelchair. 
So now I have to rush out of the kitchen. The other nurses come over because now we're trying to pick one patient up while keeping this other patient separated. Yeah. And um, him and I, like, we get along. Like, I talk with the patient all the time. Hmm. And um, so he always comes to me with stuff. Like, he, he thinks I'm somebody that I'm not. And I don't play. You're not supposed to play into it because it can be worse. Yeah, of course. Um, but I still give him an ear and talk with him and stuff and um he calls me gary so he just gary i I gotta go i gotta go i gotta leave now you know it's time for me to go and and all this and it goes on for a while and i and i get him off on his own kind of away from everybody he calms down i get him to sit down um and then i just redirected him back to to eating again i'm like hey man you know while we're sitting here why don't we just go ahead and try to get something to eat i'll make sure you have a plate you know because he started with the they aren't giving me food i was like i will make sure you have food and I just took him right back over to a spot. He sat down. Mm-hmm. He started eating. I just sat there with him because the nurses are now taking care of the guy who you got came out of his wheelchair. Yeah. yeah. They got to make sure he's not hurt because if he is, we have to do all kinds of, you have to fill out forms and you have to call the, the ambulance and yeah. let the family members know. It's a whole big rigmarole. Yep. Well, while sitting there with him, the original patient who has the, who's entering I got later you. phase, um, he started crying and when i say crying i mean like bawling bawling his face out and he's like i'm so sorry i'm so sorry i don't know why i did the thing that made you know they have a hard time enunciating yeah so he's literally using his hands he's like i did the thing to do the thing and made the thing happen and like he's bawling so dude you know i'm an emotional i'm an emotional wreck anyways i'm a big old sissy when it comes to stuff so here i am now fighting this yeah. So he so when, he had to actually realize what happened to a degree. It, it kind of clicked in some that something had happened. Yeah. And he knows and, that he did it. Yes. Yeah. And that's the thing is it comes and it goes and it yeah. comes and it goes. And it literally, dude, I was because that is one of my I, I have three big fears being mm-hmm. a bad father, being a bad husband and this yeah we've, we've, ta- we've talked about this before we talked about that yeah. so being at work i have to directly confront that a lot but being there hands-on with the patient it was mm-hmm. dude i i mean i was like devastated i contacted my site director and i'm like look it's we're really going to watch him because during all this the original altercation he was actually took his fork and tucked it into his his waistband oh shit and and i said now and, and i was like i i called her and i was like hey, did they let you know that there was the fork incident and they're like what fork incident she's like i didn't hear any of that and i'm like okay well maybe they didn't see it but i saw it and i talked him out of it and told him i needed it for later and you know eventually got him to give it to me and she's like, really? I'm like, yeah, because he takes that back with him. It's a stabbing object. He can hurt himself or hurt somebody else. Yeah, we don't need that. Yeah, so it's 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 really getting rough. And I told her, I was like, dude, I I, didn't, I told her about sitting there with him and him started crying and stuff. And I was like, it broke my heart, man. Like that that is probably one of the roughest moments I've had doing this job was that that single instant of the light came on and he realized he had done something. But he still could not fucking say it. And dude, I was yeah. like, I was freaking out. I was like, that, so, that fucks me up, man. That fucks me so up big. That. <laughs> so, in the in the choice that I made to step away, and mm-hmm. the, the fact it, that I told, and 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 the other reason for that is not necessarily for the punishment aspect of yeah. people. I'm might, not saying you're wrong no, in it. I don't yeah, want you to take it. No, no, no. I'm just, but I get like just because I'm saying it out loud so everybody hears it. Mm-hmm. It's not a punishment of her or anything else like that, but 
she's literally in this case incapable of processing what's being told to her because she doesn't want to let new information in. she wants to live with yeah. the information she has so the only it's a part of their fear factor it's part know, of her fear that when new, yeah. when new information comes in they can't retain it therefore yeah. they start fighting back against and, getting new because then that then they go oh my god there is something wrong with me i can't yeah. retain what they just told me so and, then they start fighting back getting new information yeah and and I recognized that that first day, that first day when we got her home, I recognized already that she, something was wrong. And I tried to tell my aunt something is wrong. She needs to go back to the hospital. She's like, for what? And I and I literally said, she's sitting here telling me that her Facebook was hacked and it wasn't. And it's like, and I'm trying to tell people, it's like the biggest problem I have with it, and and I don't care if they hear this or whatnot. The point, the truth is, my aunts enabled my mm-hmm. mom. And then eventually the hospital remanded my father to my mom, who was not in the right mind. Mm-hmm. And like, the thing is she has been his caretaker for a, a long time. Like she handles all the shit, but the thing is she also has all of the information. So like if something were to go wrong and we needed to step in, the only person who has that info is her. And if something's wrong with her, we can't get that information. I mean, we can find paperwork and whatnot, but the thing is, is like we went in, of course, with all the best, best intentions, literally mm-hmm. like we're going to get them help, whether that's in home help, whether that means we hire somebody to mow the fucking lawn for them, something. Or if it comes down to it, we find the way so that they can get into a facility so where they can both get help, not even like a full on play, but like a community, you know, mm-hmm. where, where it's not a, you know, it doesn't have to be 100 percent 24 hour care or anything else like that, but where you don't have to have responsibilities and you know, all your shit is basically taken care of, but the rest of the life you can just live, you know? And because other people were talking about that, I mean, we weren't making any moves. We were just discussing it. That got back to her from people. I talked with it or talked to about it, like who are also coming up with these ideas. And then like, they turn around and say, well, that was wrong for you to do any of this stuff for your mom. I was like, Bitch, you were the one I was talking to. It's like, who was in the wrong here? So either way, they enabled her, unfortunately, and would not admit that she was having deficits. So Jessica goes over there Friday after work. Or I'm sorry. uh, Yeah, Thursday after work. Mm Mm-hmm. She was just going in there to check on the old man, make sure he's set up with his oxygen, make sure he's doing okay. But I knew ultimately she was going to say something because I didn't allow her to say something the day before when everything hit the fan. Mm -hmm. And she just went in there and she wanted to just say, look, I got the social worker because I wanted to get y'all help. And that just Mm -hmm. fucking, that just set everything off. And then, you Mm -hmm. know, because of something I had said to Jessica, Basically, what I said in the middle of all my stress and anger, I said, with all this nonsense going on, it's like sometimes the only solution is going to be a beer and a gun, mm-hmm. you know, and I didn't say anything definitive. I just said mm-hmm. that. But of course, basically, she took it as I wanted to blow my brains out, mm-hmm. uh, which, you know, obvious interpreter or not interpretation or could mean, you know, other such things. Mm-hmm. I did not mm-hmm. take any violent actions against anyone or myself for anybody who's mm-hmm. listening. But I just had to get that thought out there that, you know, other people go through this shit. It usually doesn't end well. Mm-hmm. But as I, you know, that's basically my point was other people can go through these exact stresses and they're going to end up on the fucking news, mm-hmm. you know? 
So she said that to your mom and it pushed her over the edge again. My mom, she said to my mom that, you know, at this point she's already in tears because my mom's already yelling at Jessica. Um, and she says, well, when my husband comes to me saying that he wants to blow his brains out because of you going off the deep end and not understanding what's going on. And all we tried to do was help. I'm going to listen and I'm going to pay attention to what he said. And then she mm-hmm. said, well, if he feels like that, then he doesn't have to come around here no more. Mm. My mom said that. Mm-hmm. And then Jessica just said, okay, I'm done and picks up her purse and walks out. And then my mom just says, bye. Mm-hmm. Like just fucking, you know, kind of how we say, okay, bye here. Mm-hmm. Just flippantly like, fine, fuck off. Fuck you. And it's mm-hmm. like, so I told her, it's like, look, it's not going to do anyone any good for us to get involved right now. It's like, we got to let it cool down because if nothing mm-hmm. else, she's on her meds she'll get better and maybe her brain will get straightened out. It's like, cause she still has a fucking massive infection. It was like, it was like, God knows what it's still doing to her. You know, even though she's better from, you know, not having a stroke, quote unquote, you know, she still has to get this fucking infection cleared up. It's like, she's not going to be in her right mind for a while. Even if this isn't a permanent situation, she's got to be able to be- either get better and get more reasonable or not. It's like, she can be reasoned with, but not right now. That's what I said. It's like, don't fight with her. And then even when my brother talked to her, like the next day, she was still fucking going off on shit. Like, it just, like, it's, it's like she just kept reliving the fucking anger moment over and over and over and just kept going off. Like, she'd be fine and then she'd just be triggered. Even if she triggered herself, she'd just keep fucking going. And it's like, it's like, and I don't want to abandon my parents by any stretch of the imagination, right? You know, and I definitely mm-hmm. don't want to be a bad son, but I right. also can't be the target of her anger and hatred just for trying to help her. Because right. then I'm going to be a trigger when I walk in there. Like, right. she might be having a great fucking day. I walk in there to just have a calm conversation, and she triggers, and then instantly right back into the fucking screaming and yelling and my my Facebook has been hacked, right. you know, and like we're monitoring it from afar, you know, other people who are going over there and visiting and talking. Actually, I need to check with my brother because he said he was going to swing by there on Sunday. I need to see how that went. Um, but yeah, it's just it's a fucking it, it just turned into a hopeless. It's a situation. hell of fucking week, and it's in the the pro the 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 part that's overwhelming. And I know sometimes I can hear it when you're talking about it. Yeah. Um is that it's it's the beginning like it's not even like the end of this mm. like it doesn't it just doesn't stop because the week's over yeah like this can this is going to get progressively harder it's like and, and, and that's the, scary and the thing is with my dad we have solutions mm-hmm. it's like he's got broken ribs not much you can do about it just make sure he does his breathing exercises so his lungs don't collapse mm-hmm. until they heal oh he's got to be on oxygen from now on cool we got the oxygen taken care of i'm gonna need a physical therapist cool physical therapist is set up all that's set up mom there's really nothing you can do with that it's like know? it's like with mom uh fuck who knows it's like i don't it's like it's it's a complete pile of chaos it's just like yeah. it's like and and she's the one who's quote unquote in charge and so we just i just said fuck it it's like look we gotta go focus on ourselves right now because we can't do anything to help them because if worst case scenario, it'll start leeching over into your your marriage and, and, be and issues for you guys. Yeah, and, and Jessica loves my dad. Like he mm-hmm. reminds her, he reminds her so much of her dad, who you know passed away when she was young. Right. And like so much, so much of him is in my dad. 
and like she doesn't want to lose her dad again, you know, in her, mm-hmm. in her mind. She's super emotional about it. Doesn't help that she started her period in the middle of all this. Gross. But I mean, you know, it's like you fucking. Mm-hmm. It's like everything else going on emotionally, and then boom. <laughs> let's throw, throw that whammy in there. Let's too. just throw on <laughs> maximum hormone setting <laughs> just to fucking make it better. So, like, finally Thursday, you know, like I said, Thursday was, like, our cool-down day. At least it was supposed to be. And then she goes over there and then, you know, comes into the shitstorm. And I said, look, tonight, we're going to relax. We're going to make some dinner real quick. We're going to watch Mandalorian. We're going to watch The Last of Us. And we'll just fucking go to bed. Like, fucking, we'll go to bed and actually get some fucking rest finally. Mm-hmm. So that leads into watching The Mandalorian and The Last of Us, finally. Um, since we haven't been able to talk about either of those things in a while. Uh, the finale of The Last of Us. Loved it. I thought it was okay. It was exactly what I expected it to be. And they really did tie up the whole game in the first season, which is crazy if you think about it. I mean, I figured they would. I mean, it makes sense because yeah. that's a hard thing to stretch. But my, not really, because then they're they're tying themselves to just season two being game two, and then that's it. They're done. Yeah, but they could stre- they could probably stretch out game two a little bit longer, depending on how they tell the story. Because because they don't have to do the overlapping story, they could tell one side and then they could tell the other side, so they could stretch it out if they want. Yeah. So, but anyways, with my biggest problem was the final scene. Like, mm-hmm. I swear to God, yeah. it, it felt like they shot that first. Like, you know what I mean? Like that's straight out of the game though. You're talking about the No, but I mean the acting. Public. Like the when yeah. they're when they when the truck finally breaks down and they're walking to mm-hmm. Jackson. Mm-hmm. I swear to God, like their acting went to zero. It's like it, it, it felt like they had just met ten minutes ago and they had just finally like rolling through their lines. It felt weird. Like I all to the, me, I felt like it, it I understand what you're saying. Like yeah. all the, the the connection and stuff that we'd built between the two of them and all that was like it was like they were starting fresh yeah and i think that it was it's meant to be that way because he's flat out lying to her yeah she knows he's flat out lying to her yeah or she she just can't prove it feels something is off no no she knows you can tell when when he when he she asked him point blank whether you know what he told her was the truth or not or however she stated it yeah and he said yes you could see it on her face and she's like I know you're fucking lying. I have no proof of it though. So I just got to take you for your word. You could see it all across her face. And from that moment forward, it's very stilted and it would be that way in real life. Like just think about that way. Like you and Jessica, you guys have a bond in a, in a, in a relationship with each other and you know, she lied to you about something, but you can't fucking prove it. You guys would not talk and act the same while that's still sitting there between you guys. And and it would be very stilted. You'd be, how was your day? Fine. Yeah. I mean, you you can you can say it would fine. be awkward. Yes. Yeah, it'd be very. Now yeah, they made it. They awkward. definitely made it awkward. Yeah. Yeah. Joel going on that going on that rampage, which was oh, fucking God, was amazing. Gorgeous. So the gorgeous. Funny, so the funny part is, like, of course, in the game, you do that. You're in control. Mm-hmm. So it was a little weird to just watch it, even though it was great. Sit back and watch it. It's it almost just, like watching a playthrough. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was like watching a playthrough. It was just strange, but mm-hmm. I was like. The fact that just one man with no weapons fucking completely wipes out virtually everybody in this hospital. Fucking awesome. But except Ugh. for the nurses. No, he, well, they weren't armed. He, they weren't armed and they he, weren't trying to stop them. He killed them in the game, though. Mm, I think you could kill them. in no, the game, But I they think, were also, but I think, I think they're armed, too. Like, they yeah. grab knives and shit like so, the doctor did. That's why his ass got blasted. Yeah, so, I mean, I get why 
thematically why he didn't kill them. However, I think that's their setup for the next game. Because he left witnesses. Not this is who he left is the problem. Mm. So, but also like the fact that like the doctor who's like supposed to be the super important gets like literally gets five seconds of screen time before he gets a bullet in the head. And I love that, that reaction that from Joel, that, yeah. The, 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 it's, it, while the guy was talking, like it was no problem. As soon as that guy picked up that scalpel and made himself a threat, no hesitation. Just, <laughs> just, pop, dead, just done. Yeah, just done. Got a mid word. Yep. Like, yeah, nothing else to say from that point. As soon as you made yourself a combatant, Joel put you down. Like yep. it was over. Uh, I mean, like, I, having known about everything, I knew obviously what this episode was going to mm-hmm. consist of. Oh, and the giraffe scene was great. You know, they recreated that whole yep. thing. That was fantastic. Like I, I'd forgotten most of this. That's one of the things that I, I remember as I'm watching it. But, like, I haven't played that game since it came out on the PS3. Yeah. Like, I have not touched that game since then. And so that was at the very end of the PS3 cycle, the very beginning of PS4. That was, like, one of those cross-gen games. Yeah. And I played it right and, then. And, and that's now it's 10 out years ago. Yeah. yeah. Another 10 years ago. Yeah. I'm going to replay it, but like, I, you forget a lot of those beats. I mean, I remember the overall story, but 10 years of not ever having touched it again. I didn't remember a lot of it. Yeah. I remember the ending. I remember how that was going to go down. Yeah. I mean, that's, but, that's pretty much the most epic part of the game. Oof, just that ending. Oof, but I will that unstopping just murder spree. Like you go uh, on and multi-layered because like, it's through, all the way up through the hospital yep through the hospital fight i like the 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 part where like he's in the where they're walking him out and Mm -hmm. he later says okay which way are we going and then i realized it's either the stairs or the elevator so they made Mm -hmm. the decision to take the stairs so they could keep an eye on him instead of being in a confined space and so what does he do later after he's got ellie takes the Mm -hmm. fucking elevator i was like i like that it's like that was actually really Mm -hmm. nice he's like i don't have to take the hard way down i can take this one uh but back on the giraffe scene that was oh, gorgeous. Holy fuck, that green screen was bad. Yeah. Dude, that was no, so... That was, like, that it, was gorgeous sarcastically, guys. Yeah, I mean, like, the giraffe was really well done for CG or but video But the background so looked like somebody... Green screen. Like a matte painting. It, <laughs> it, it was so bad. It, it was so bad. But, like, <laughs> as soon as they weren't in the same scene, it was fine. Like, mm. when it's a giraffe, like, over there, but they weren't interacting with it, it was, like, it was fine. And I have a feeling they, like, must have used, like, a horse or something, like, in that shot just to actually to get, the, shot. To get the thing, you know. But, like, we probably was, had a guy standing there with a big old, like, possibly with a giraffe head yeah. at the very, like, a, a but, tennis ball taped at the top so they knew where to look. Yeah, <laughs> probably. But, like, of course, <laughs> it's very reminiscent of Jurassic Park 1 with the uh, mm-hmm. Brachiosaur. Yeah, the same whole situation. And uh, that's perfect. Was, perfect shot in a movie ever yeah like they well except for that cg was also pretty rough like the actual puppet was great that cg CG is 35 years old no but i mean even then like from when they when they switch from the clear puppet to the cg one it's so jarring are you talking about when he sneezed on yeah it's so jarring like but the actual puppet looked fantastic but like i could see why they wouldn't pay money for a fucking you know animatronic giraffe considering all the other money they'd already sunk in you know what was it half a million dollars or whatever for that one fucking suit plus what would they use it for ever again (laughs) also i'm gonna go i'm on the side with uh some of the complainers here we definitely did not get enough fucking infected in this show it's kind of how the game was though too but i mean like you would have entire sections that you're going through for infected in this case we haven't dealt with an actual infected person that wasn't a flashback since episode five right something like that 
Like, and it, not since they left Kansas City. They have not dealt with a single infected. It's like, except for the flashback. Also, the flashback to Ellie's mom. Yeah, Ashley, Amy, Ashley Johnson. Ashley Johnson. Yeah. Yeah. And and by the way, for my, in my brain, I'm just like, oh, it's weird to hear the voice because she she does, (laughs) she does nothing to to change her voice to play any of her characters. Like Mm -hmm. all of her characters sound like her. It's so, it's Mm -hmm. kind of funny. Uh, and I'm like, and I told her voice, she has a good voice. Yeah. And I told Jessica, I was like, it's like, and the funny thing is, it's something Jessica told me. So whenever she's been watching the show as it goes and she sees Bella Ramsey, right? Mm-hmm. In her head, she's always thought and was always reminded of Ashley Johnson, or not John. Okay. Yeah, so Ellie, El, the actual Ashley, like the the actress. Mm-hmm. She had her mm-hmm. in mind, like when she saw Bella Ramsey, and it's like, well, that's irony because she played Ellie. It's like mm-hmm. so. Well, when she sees TV Ellie, she's reminded mm-hmm. of the actress who plays actual Ellie, mm-hmm. and then she comes in to play her mom, who apparently Ellie is Blade, I guess. Yeah. Anybody else catch kind of, that? Basically, yeah. Blade. She was uh, bitten while she was pregnant, or even just as she's giving birth. Like, so she yeah. just has the a that's, hint. That's a one hint. thing. That's one thing. And I went back and watched that scene a couple times. Yeah. And at no point in time was, was that, that zombie's yeah. mouth ever near that spot when, of her body. When the fuck did where? Okay. At no point in any of this show could somebody have gotten bit where they were bit. Yeah. Like Tess it, getting bit really on her collarbone. Like, when? Mm-hmm. When? Yeah. Well, she was off screen for a little bit, but, but what I'm saying is this was never shirt. off screen. It was the 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 whole almost a one shot from start yeah. to finish. And the closest you ever got was when the zombie was trying to climb on her. Like this is this is yeah. I'm I'm showing people who can see fuck the rest of y'all. But her legs like this, the zombie's head kind of like tilted down. Yeah, like, like head butted like her thigh, not bit. Yeah, her like and then went up like this, like at her stomach and her yeah. head. At no point in time would her the mouth have ever been open anywhere near her leg. No. Like it was crazy. Yeah, they they did. That was like the closest it could have got. <laughs> yeah, maybe the bit the top of her thigh, not the inside. Yeah. But bit also her belly, yes, bit, bit her tit, her arm, her arm would have made that sure was possible. Yeah. But the leg, there was no point in time when that could have ever happened. Yeah. Not in how they shot it. And not, no, because she wasn't bit before this. She got bit yep. right there. But yep. then, you know, the whole moment where Marlene basically had to go in and kill her friend. You ever notice that in these shows, everybody executes their friends the same way? They just walk in and blast them. They walk in and blast them. Like, just every time. There's not like a, yeah. a teary eye. I think that would have know. to be... It would have to be that way in real life. Like, it, like think think that through. Think you had to do that to Jessica because Jessica's going to turn into a zombie. You have made the decision that you have to put her down. Are you going to have a long talk? Aren't you just going to talk yourself out of doing it? Like, it's, no, I would still. Probably it would have do to be it. instantaneous. It had to be boom done. I, but I just because, don't think I could do it that way because it's so what fast. If, what if you're in the you might actually it? fuck it up? Like. Now you think you can handle it? You're like, I'm gonna talk it through. With oh, her I don't. I don't even mean handle stuff. it. I mean the actual like because so the, every time it's always a singular shot, almost mm-hmm. always a single shot to the head or whatever, and they just walk mm-hmm. in, boom, done. And it's like I get it if you're like point blank, sure. Mm-hmm. I don't think Marlene was point blank. I think she was probably like seven or eight feet away, and then did it. And I mean, in a fucking poorly lit house after crying. I mean, if you're that well trained, fine. But just anybody with a fucking pistol who wants to go delete a loved one, mm. you know. Going but you hate the show because of where her ponytail is. So I, mean, I, you're I gonna, still you're gonna pick out weird. But shit. you know what's so funny <laughs> though is is I keep seeing these things. It's like 
Bella Ramsey confirmed to be coming back to play Ellie in season two. I was like, well, yeah, because they couldn't possibly give me what I want. They have to <laughs> let her stay. Um, as like, but the thing is, like, it's gonna be they're gonna have a hard time showing that like a several years have gone by if they're just shooting it back to back. You know, cause, I mean, all they're basically gonna do is slightly change her hairstyle, give her a tattoo, mm -hmm. and uh, give him some more grays. Give him even more gray, but also they're gonna probably take off her chest binders so that she doesn't look fourteen anymore. Mm. Um, if that even happens, who knows? That was that was one of those weird things that she said that she enjoyed. It's like. Okay, but in the next one, we kind of need you to have grown up a bit, you know, so mm. we're going to have to reduce that. Sorry. But, uh, I mean, the show's still good. It was just like, it felt weird. I thought it was great. Like, I thought it was great. I kind of feel like, had they not had that final conversation walking up the mountain, like, if, if it ended, like, in the car, like, it's almost like it felt like it would have been a little bit different. It would have been a it would have been a more definitive end in the car, but they with this it leaves the cliffhanger. It leaves people talking about the ending until the next season. Yeah, which they kind of have to do. But but also like because it could also stand alone. I mean, I know they're going to do a second one, but they ended it in such a way that we didn't have a true cliffhanger so much as we had an end. An emotional, yeah. yeah this we is we more this an is an end to this story, yeah. you know. Yeah. But the flat out lie of them being more more people who have immunity and all that kind of stuff which that's is, from the game though oh i know i know it is i'm just saying like that lie just like totally fucks her in the future you know yeah. um but yeah either way it's still good um but then there was mando so i don't think we've talked we haven't talked the last two episodes of mando because, it's a show yeah it's fine so it's better than bad batch it's okay, I guess that's possibly true. I haven't watched Bad Batch, but so I already and I made this post early on in the in the Shoki Discord about this season, uh, about this this past episode, episode three. Let me see if I gave you a hot take phrase. It ain't no Andor. <laughs> well, that part that part is true, but you know what? I didn't need it to be Andor. I needed it to be Mando. But no, I just needed it to be as good as Andor. That's the problem. Yeah, well, that ain't gonna happen. We don't have Andor's director here. So yeah, either that's way, the problem is they show you they have the capability to do this, and then yeah. they're back to the same old bullshit. And I'm like, God hey, damn it! I'm actually fine with whatever they're doing here because it is something different. We don't have to focus around Jedi. I like that we are going actually very Mando centric, like not just our Mando, but Mando's in general. So like the fact that we went back to Mandalore, we actually explored it to the point fine that with all that, yeah, that he actually went down to the waters to rebaptize himself. And by the way. He got so fucked in that episode. Like, episode two, he was just so mm -hmm. screwed. Like, from from the fucking half-droid thing, fucking kidnapping him for his blood, mm -hmm. to her having to come rescue his ass there, to going down to the waters to rebaptize himself. Have and then Mandalore almost kill him. Yeah, but like the fucked up thing is, all he did, if you pay any attention, nothing grabbed him. There was no steps. He fell off the ledge. It just because yeah. uh, you notice, like when when uh, when Bo jumps in the water, you can see the broken steps. Mm -hmm. Like they're right there. So normally it's like he just sank because he's wearing a metal. Yeah, uniform. he's wearing and he took off his fucking thing. So he basically sank like a fucking rock, like you would expect. Mm -hmm. But everybody thought that he had been grabbed, especially while mm -hmm. underwater. We discover there's a fucking mythosaur still alive somehow, and a Mandalore. No, that's the planet. The thing is called a mythosaur. 
Is it called Mythosaur? I yes. thought it had the same name. Nope. That, no, man. That's where they got their names from. So the planet is called Mandalore. The leader. They are Mandalorians. Well, well the leader is also called as a the title. Mandalore. The Mandalore. So that's mm-hmm. actually, it's, it's actually got an apostrophe in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the Mythosaur an, is what they Mythosaur. Co- so it's a made up dinosaur. It's a Mythosaur. Kind of. <laughs> Well, I mean, in this case, yes, because there hasn't been any for thousands of years, and now there is a living one, and so she freaks out. But I love his thing. So remember, we talked about like how is he going to bring back proof, and he literally mm-hmm. just takes back a jar of water. I was like, because yeah. apparently that water has specific properties that reacts very specifically when the. But it's still water. very, it's still very stupid though. He could have just went down there and just picked up some of the water. Yeah. Like, it doesn't mean he immersed but, themselves in the revitalizing waters of Lake Minnetonka. It yeah, just means he's but, got some of the water from it. Yeah. But mm-hmm. at least the thing is, is that, well, he had a witness, so he had Bo. Mm-hmm. And I like, I like how his, his fixing his situation also fixed her situation. So it's like, mm, be, uh, I, I yes and no, because she doesn't follow their rules and she thinks they're full of shit. But, so, but without she meaning literally to just take their helmet off and yeah, be like, go fuck but, yourselves. But without mm-hmm. meaning to, she adhered directly to their laws. Like, it's kind of cool. Like, but it was fucked up that those imps fucking blew up her castle. Fucking dickheads. Like odds are they're out, but I mean, I know that's what they're doing, but I like how we have this Imperial faction that's going on somewhere. And we're like, okay, those, those could have only come from somewhere big. You don't get, just have that many tie fighters. Also, that was Mm -hmm. a pretty good fucking fight through the planet, Mm -hmm. you know, around the beaches. Yeah. somebody's like, got a stash of tie fighters because they had tie bombers they had interceptors they, well I mean, we we know there's imperial factions out there but to have that mm-hmm. many you would have to have a fucking star destroyer like yeah. you can't just house that's that like many. a whole garrison that's not yeah. just like a couple of them that wasn't just a handful like originally mm-hmm. when it was just a couple that we saw the the first three they blew up and then mm-hmm. like there's just a whole fucking thing of them is like okay let's get the fuck out of here so he takes her yeah, when they dropped out of the clouds and there was like 20 of them yeah, all of a sudden come back. yeah. And they had already struggled to beat four you know yeah it's like and he kicked the ass on that one because she couldn't do anything once he wasn't in the ship mm-hmm. um so you know he takes her home to meet mom uh, <laughs> basically right i mean and, you're not wrong and i love that he shows up he shows up and then you know the fucking Paz Vizla over there is like, hey, what the fuck are you doing here? Mm-hmm. He's like, you're not allowed in here. You've been fucking kicked the fuck out. And he's like, no, I'm good. He's like, what do you mean? I it's have like, been. Bitch, can't you see the water on my thing? Can't you see <laughs> my armor is clean because it was dirty when I fell in the water? And he's like, nobody was there for that, dude. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? I brought a Bo-Katan and he's like, and? Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's like, yeah, my my family killed her family. What are you talking about? Get the fuck out. Nobody gives a shit about a Bo-Katan. Yeah, no one cares about a Bo-Katan. Uh, also, like when she picked up the fucking dark saber and just fucking tore the went fuck ape up, shit. went yeah. ape shit with no problems, whereas he couldn't fucking wield it against like yeah. those weird fucking. Th- Once again, we talked about the fact they're doing makeup and they're doing puppets instead of fucking fully relying on CG, and it's working. Did you listen to the new Nerd Rage yet? No, I haven't. I'm behind. Bobby talks about it at one time in the episode. It, uh, one of the things he was talking about about Mandalorian, and it's yeah. the same thing I even said to Kara when it happened is the part where uh grogu like gets out of the ship yeah like he comes out of the thing and he does like the the jedi backflip somersault thing yeah 
And I told Gary, I was like, they're using puppets this year. So somebody just somebody flung that, that shit. Doll. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's like somebody's on this other side of the ship. And Woo. they said, and action. And they went, yeet. Yeah, they're <laughs> just yeeting. Over the they're yeeting fucking Grogu's. <laughs> and that's exactly what Bobby said. Yeah. It was the same thing. He's like, it looked so fucking dumb. Like, how many takes do they have to get? Yeah. Can you make a backflip this time? Can yeah. you make a side flip this time? Yeah. I'm like, that is exactly. Exactly what I said. No, I'm hoping there's a small air cannon. I hope there's a small air cannon. Like the the shirt launcher. They've gone. I want them to have gone way too far. I don't want it to be somebody there just yeeting Grogu. I want a fucking mechanical solution so they can repeat fling his ass. They have the droids flinging them. Yeah. I mean, like, and thing, and like, I get why people laugh at it, but like, I appreciate it because the old shit was that dumb. It's like it was. It was already that dumb. We just got so used to modern solutions. I'm just seeing. I'm just seeing like Frank Oz on the other side. Now. Yeet! Hold on. Down below the starfighter, and just three, two, one. <laughs> All right, hey Frank, that was that was a little much. That was a little heat. You that one much, went off camera. Too we much need heat to redo there. it. And, and you and you got Amy Sedaris over there waiting for it. And just like. They hit it like they hit him with like the jet league. Yeah. Like that was too fast for the cameras to pick up. Can you slow it down some? Oh, I will call some bullshit just real quick though. So after <laughs> after Mando gets caught and Grogu leaves to go get Bo, right? So mm-hmm. he pushes the button, opens the fucking cab of the fucking ship, force mm-hmm. jumps into the fucking cab, but then that means mm-hmm. he left his carriage or waited a second for it to fucking come up inside. The, the droid hole, even though the droid hole is currently full so full of droid. So I also mm. like, like, so they had to change. But I think it, it attaches, I think it, it attaches externally. Like Somehow, it just covers yeah. up the bottom of that hole. It becomes like a hatch cover. Maybe. That would make sense. But also remember, he told Grogu to go into his pod or mm. whatever to, well, they open the, the, the sort of cockpit. Um mm-hmm. Or canopies. But I don't think the whole thing went in, though. I think it just, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think it be... just goes up to the ship and like yeah. vacuums to the I bottom mean, of it. There has to be something in there where it's protected and it can be launched Still. separately because <laughs> now he has a, now he has a droid that has to be ejected now. <laughs> oh, I love, I did love that scene where fucking R5 is like, nope. Him. He's, he's like, like I'm really not going. Boop. He's like, you don't have a choice in it. Boop. Yeah. He's like, like fuck off. And you see, go. that part right there, that part right there kind of blows my theory because he does just drop him out. They don't have to wait for the pod thing to move out of the way for him to drop out. They just drop it. Him. It so can't, it can't be, be in the somewhere. same hole. Yeah. Yeah. So, but it's got to be somewhere nearby that Grogu can go into his pod so that they can launch. So he doesn't yeah. have to come out. So, either way, that was just like, okay, did he leave it? I mean, obviously, we went back. But also, I love the fact they go back in her ship. Mm-hmm. Which means they left his ship unattended. So if the TIE fighters had gotten there earlier, it had bombed all sooner, that man. fucking nonsense. It fucking destroyed his ship. Mm-hmm. Like two minutes earlier, and they'd, they'd have been fucked. But mm-hmm. like, I mean, I do like but the back. We wouldn't have a show, though. I know, I know. But also, I'd be kind of pissed if his little hot rod. Like, I know you make fun of it. Like, right after they, they has-labbed it. Dude, <laughs> like, yeah, has-labbed yeah. the Anakin ship, and then they blow yeah. it up the next episode again. That shit would be yeah. funny. Dude, I Dude. would laugh. So hard. I just it would be funny like, if they were like, that vicious. But like as a <laughs> as kind of a hot rod car guy, like mm-hmm. I love the thing just because it's stripped down. They actually mm-hmm. made a motor stick out of the fucking hood for no reason other than effect. Other than it looks cool. It just yeah. looks cool. And like it's faster than it should be because of the shit she did to it. Mm-hmm. And like it's it's to the point where he's like, I can't it's like I love when he said it's like it's still faster than I know what to do with. 
It's like he's mm-hmm. just in a fucking Razor Crest that has no maneuverability, but somehow mm-hmm. he can pilot a fucking Starfighter that's seventy years old like it's nothing yeah. after piloting a big old fucking cargo ship with two big ass yeah. guns. And a big old box with wings and the other. Yeah, one. literally. Now all of a sudden, and, he's in a fucking McLaren, just hauling ass around the galaxy and shit. Yeah, and I think, <sighs> and don't get me wrong, it is silly, but it's also really cool. But this is also yeah. the evolution of him going from a bounty hunter to a warrior because now he's not bringing anyone back. He's yep. going to fucking kill now. It's like, cause that's mm-hmm. what I thought is like in that first case where he needed IG 11. If he picked up IG 11, the fuck was he going to put him? <laughs> the thing's fucking eight feet droid. tall. In the droid hole. Yeah. And it's like, he's eight... going to compress him. He's going to fold himself up like the old school battle droids and compress up in that. Yeah. You can just see his little head dangling out the top. Hitting... <laughs> that or, or the front of it would have opened up and then IG's head yeah. would have been sticking out like a laser can. No, I guarantee you done something fucking stupid. See, that's where I think like they just clearly didn't know what they were going to do there because like, they're like, yeah, we'll bring back IG. It's fine. And then somebody went, you know, we don't have the razor crest anymore. Yeah. And then they go, Good point. We don't we don't want IG eleven anymore. But thank yeah. God we got the Babu Fricks in there just for yeah. fucking selling more toys. Um, Dude, that the fucking like, like if you look at those ships, man, it definitely is a European car. Like oh yeah, the trunk is definitely in the front. But then they put the engine there. So yeah. where the fuck are they putting all their cargo and shit? The thing is, is like part. it's it's actually more like a, it's like a French design because it's all smooth <laughs> and curvy. <laughs> the Peugeot, yeah, the it, Peugeot. If it was a Peugeot, it'd be pretty cool. I mean, it's definitely not. It's definitely not a Citroen because Citroens are much more boxy. Yeah. But uh, like, it. But it's it. It could be Italian, could be, but not likely. And it's definitely not English. Or if no. it is, it's like it's some small maker in the middle of fucking nowhere. I mean, like, yeah. it's not it, a mini. No, it could mm-hmm. be a Morgan though. Like, it could definitely yeah. be a Morgan, but its headlights would have to be fucking crossed. It's an Aston Martin, is what the fuck it, it is. Could it's be sexy all metal steel body. No, I think at this point it's not old school DB fives. No, it's actually probably more like an Austin Healey more than that. Mm-hmm. But I think it's probably at this point it's closer to something like the old school Mercedes Gull Wings or something, mm-hmm. especially in the silver. <laughs> I mean, it's I, a DeLorean, and, and I appreciate, <laughs> and I appreciate that they don't bother painting it, and even the stripes yeah. that were on it are wearing off through the use. Yeah, I love that damage and shit is still accumulating. It's not just perfect every time we see it. <laughs> and even though he took a couple hits, like now he's got blast marks on it. Mm-hmm. And then Bo's big fuck off ship, you know, now they're just flying together, you know, in their own little tiny squadron. Mm-hmm. And and if like she, I'll tell you what though, either they're gonna be enemies or they're gonna end up fucking by the end of this. They're gonna be fucking with their mm-hmm. helmets on. Neither one. Well, because either now they're just gonna let the helmets touch. They're gonna yeah, touch. The they're tips. gonna touch tips. Yeah, but and Grogu's gonna watch from from the side. Oh, gross. I don't. I don't want to. I mean, do, it's not gross. I'm... He's fifty. It's cool. Yeah, it's fifty. He's seen it before. He's just be uh, sitting there popping frogs in his mouth. Yeah. Like a popcorn bowl of frogs. Aww, he hasn't watching. got. To, he hasn't got to eat any frogs in a long time. I'm gonna be like, now nah, you touch her helmet. <laughs> but like, the the thing is, like, okay, so now she's accepted into the convert. Or covert, or whatever they call it. It's either con- it's, it's either it's either covert, culvert, or convert, or coven. Or well, it's like the word is all weird. Like it, it's something ert. It's vert, mm-hmm. but I don't. But like the way they say it is always strange. And the fucking the armor has a weird British esque accent. Mm-hmm. So it's like some and her her helmet's always really muffled. I don't know if you notice this. Like half the mm-hmm. time she sounds like fucking Charlie Brown's teacher. Um. So, like, <laughs> this is such an idiot. I caught that. Idiot. <laughs> but like, I like, and of course, the new episode drops tomorrow. You know, today we're recording yeah. on Tuesday. So, um, I like, I like where they're going. And the, but then this last episode, it was only partially about a Mandalorian 
and then we get the remnants of of imperials the doctor dude yeah and i and we had to catch up with him at some point because somehow I mean, palpatine returned and so we're gonna get that somehow finally i told you they're gonna explain it away with this stupid shit i mean but the I thing told is you that, what last week or the week before when we were talking about it yeah but we knew that was gonna happen because we we had a guy who wants to clone shit and we know that someone in the future clones it doesn't shit. have to just just you already fucked it with somehow so just leave it alone and can just we just fuck off and let's just edit else. out the somehow jesus through, let, through. Let, give, give George Lucas permission to go back and fix one of these fucking movies now. I mean, let him fix that shit. It, let him CGI it, it out. Let him have Kylo Ren shoot first. I don't give a fuck, man. Just get it the fuck gone, dude. Get away from that trilogy. I don't. I'm tired of that shit. Well, I think the biggest important thing about this is we already see how the New Republic fell, because one, they have they're they're they brought in the fucking well anybody they could who worked for the Empire, and now they're they're just. I forgot what do they what do they call them? Uh, not real, not reallocated. What are they, I forgot what they call them, but basically they're yeah. just they're like not rehabilitated. They're basically in like a prison work camp almost. Mm-hmm. They like they don't have a but name. They, have a they, they 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 got rid of the cancer, and then they're like, but you know what? Let's take some of these cancer cells and put them back in, and nothing yeah. bad can come from that. It, well, you fucking dumbasses, you you put the goddamn rats back in the kitchen. You can't bitch about them eating the food. Yeah. And and the thing is, like, as soon as they showed that that chick was in there, like, they, as soon mm-hmm. as she appeared, and like, well, if I remember correctly, she was on a ship with him, and I could have sworn, basically, she said, we got to make sure they don't get Pershing. Mm-hmm. And so, conveniently, here she is on Coruscant, which I like that they are showing Coruscant a lot more, but, like, some of those green screens were also kind of wonky, like, in The Last of Us, but, like, I like that we're getting, like, okay, they they brought in all these people, and apparently I didn't know this, uh, during the New Republic, instead of Coruscant just being the capital, like apparently every few years, the capital would rotate to another main system planet, so that it was mm-hmm. like kind of uh, non-centralized. I think that was in the. I think that was in the books. It might have been in the. It might have been in the uh, those the actual still in canon books. Yeah. yeah, I think it's in the the it, what's left to be canon. They keep bringing new stuff back into canon, so we'll see what happens with that. Yeah. But I like the idea that we're getting the government. We're starting to see how. Even the New Republic, while they're decommissioning shit, is still doing stuff. And then they total they total recalled that guy though. They that did. Shit was stupid. The, no, but was stupid. hold on, hold on. The it, the reverse. It's a trap scene. <laughs> I was I even I cringed at that, but I was like, okay, let's see where they go with this. But I like he's like even I've been through the procedure and it was fine. Look at me, and his eye goes fucking sideways. Um, and, and I'm sorry, I actually missed. Mon, the Mon Calamari like wearing like a proper like space suit thing like that you did at least in the first few times we saw him because now they're just wearing normal clothes and they got like big fucking heads and it's weird and like <laughs> it's like at the opera you house you big headist <laughs> well it's mostly the eyes that make it disconcerting but uh but I like that they're basically I like it's a mind flare no it's not it's fucking mind flare <laughs> it's like, like- I turned this bitch up to 11. And that's what they did. 11 higher than 10. Because they're literally like, okay, we're just going to put it on like a two. We're just going to annoy your brain until you side with us. And then she's like, but I thought like, if they need this guy for this stuff, why is she frying his brain? I don't know if it was to make him. They already got the information that they needed. They didn't want him spilling the beans. So I, well, part of me wondered if what they did, the reason that she took him to the star destroyer to get the shit, which, by the way, just fleets of Star Destroyers just being decommissioned. You know how long that shit would take by hand? Like to I mean, fucking... probably not long when they take it to planets where there's billions of people living. I mean, if it, if they took it to uh, 
where where is it that the uh where they built them where are the shipyards the, uh the junk planet no the the one where they made the millennium falcon where where han solo is from uh oh, Corellia. yeah so Corellia, that's where the shipyards are it would make sense to take them there to decommission them they're not they're decommissioning them on coruscant this is like First of all, you gotta land the fuckers, and you gotta power them down. Then you gotta slowly take those bitches apart. They're not small. Well, they have whole entire planets built for that. What was the one? Yeah, remember what, in, that's what I'm saying. In Shadows of the Empire, you had to go fight IG-88 oh, yeah. on the yeah, the, exactly. The yeah, and so like, why would they do it here? Like that's part like that made no sense. It's, it's not like, the only place they're doing it. They're just doing it everywhere. Yeah, like you said it's millions of these things yeah. you have to take care of. I know, guess that's true. Yeah, but then like the fact that they, around. But they, I like the idea that they got to decommission both fleets or decommissioning both things. They just said, "Fuck it, no more war. Mm-hmm. We don't need our ships. They don't need their ships." And except for the mm-hmm. fact, well, all they're really going to do is tear the shit down, and it's going to be reallocated to the fucking first order eventually. Yep. Like, but then I like the idea that he that the doctor gets turned on the fact that, much like himself, he's being decommissioned even though he's perfectly useful. Yeah. And that turns him because he's like that, you know. And so it, it it's it, the way they managed to manipulate him into actually turning on on them, and even though it was for the greater good, um, is still you know. But that was almost self fulfilling prophecy. Oh, they yeah. forced was... him to act that way to make them be able to do that. Yeah, to it was him. a trap. If they hadn't have done their steps. Yeah. He would have never gone that direction. And, and it was a trap. But the whole point was even they brought this up. Trap. I think they brought it up. Uh, no, not necessarily in Andor. I forgot where they brought it up. It came up before. Mm. It might have just been in this series where they're talking about how the fucking first, or, not the first order, the New Republic, basically, while they've done everything they can, they just tried to reinstall people they had before. But they just said, fuck the Empire and tore everything down, with the exception, and I found this out earlier before we went rolling, apparently uh, Mon Mothma, who was mm-hmm. more or less in charge at, at the top Mothra. of this, they, did you, I didn't know this, they said that if there were still Empire-loyal planets, they could stay loyal to the Empire, they just couldn't have weapons or, or an army or anything. I don't it's like that. yeah apparently that's the thing apparently like uh, i guess that's an aside story so what do they what do they call that shit when they when they um kind of like uh when they shut down the nuclear stuff they call it uh decom like they decommission them they yeah still, it's like a, they have dmz's around their planet yeah so basically yeah they said okay look we're gonna still do whatever you got to do you can still do commerce you can do whatever you want to do you just can't make an army it's just like yeah. it's basically like they left all the fucking doors open for the first order to happen, and then we're surprised when the first first order happens. But so, if they go, but here's the, here's the catch though. Yeah. The, the the opposing side of what you're saying is if they went in, they're like, nope, empire's gone. Nobody is an empire. Da 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 da. Yeah. Then they have just made themselves the empire. Well, it's just and what they, they did. Still have a new. But a that new that remember that's what the guy said. Them. But that's what mm-hmm. that guy said in the opera house. You know whether it's a, it's like eh, republic or. Republic, Empire, New Republic. Who's even paying They're attention? All the They're all the yeah. same. He literally says, like, when you're on a core planet that no war is happening on, there's no difference mm-hmm. between whoever's in charge as long as your paycheck gets filled and you're still rich. Who the fuck yep. cares? And it's like, it's like it's, I told you before, I care about local uh, yeah. uh, electoral stuff. I don't care about the big stuff because that yeah. shit really doesn't trickle down this far. Yeah. And it's only once it does where it becomes a mm-hmm. problem, you know? And, mm-hmm. and that's the problem that we're seeing it from the eyes of a quote unquote political prisoner mm-hmm. to a, an uber rich person 
and now to someone who's definitely still pro empire and definitely not doing spy shit behind the back. Cause the other thing I thought mm. is that maybe once they showed, once he showed them the, the stuff that he would need to do the work is mm. why they wiped his brain. <clears throat> They're like, okay, this is the shit we definitely need. We didn't know. Now we got it. Send it to wherever, to wherever mm. Moff Gideon is. Cause clearly Send it to where they're making Snoke. Yeah. So that's, that's the whole point is it cause there aren't well, that... Moff Gideon's in prison. We know where he is. Well, they said, remember they even said He's in this episode court martial. Yeah. But they also said that there was rumors that he had escaped during a transfer and there's all kinds of rumors mm-hmm. about where Gideon was. So there was a rumor that he had been mind flayed, you know, mm-hmm. all this kind of shit. And it was just like, I'm going to go with, he escaped for sure. And they're not telling anyone like, it's like, mm-hmm. so that's why there's, if they still... did the, if they did the total recall thing to him and just killed him off screen, what a fucking waste. No, he was get, a waste anyways. How they ended up back. finishing his story off. He'll be back. I mean, that, he He'll... better be. Well, cause you got to remember there also, he needs to get come back because they have to build up Thrawn. Hey. No, star Wars loves to give you these big bads and then just kill him off. Darth Maul, Snoke. Why can't Gideon just be one of them? Oh, sure, because Maul definitely just died. Well, I mean, he only he went on for they, another twenty they, fucking years. Yeah. yeah, only because people flipped the fuck out and they loved him. They didn't think anybody was gonna love him. And they, they built tried his, to kill him off. He's he's <laughs> still alive in one movie universe right now that we will never go back to. Uh, he's he uh yeah. So Maul Maul is technically still around, but the other thing is. They need somebody to Maul's help. Maul's not around at this time. Maul dies at before New Hope. Oh, at this point, yeah, because this is post uh, Jedi. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. no more Maul. Well, and his brother's definitely dead. Mm. Uh, but but what we Sauvage. do have, what we do have is a particular blue skin red eye boy out there that we have to go uh, yeah. find. Admiral Thrawn. So, I don't want them to fuck him up. They're not. They're just gonna work with it. Fuck him like, up. Well, I don't know. With Kathleen Kennedy gone. Maybe it'll all be better. Calm down, Mike. Calm down. Actually, if it now remember what what Mike said a few weeks ago, but he said it was about Filoni. I I heard literally the same thing, but it wasn't Filoni. It was uh, because none of his church is people talking shit on the internet. I know, but this one was actually more of an interview than anything else. I actually saw a thing about it. It wasn't just a Mm -hmm. rumor, but it's like. But the thing about it was, it wasn't Filoni. It was Favreau. Basically, Favreau was about to fucking walk off because she kept interfering. And it was literally basically the shit about Grogu and all that, like, make it more about Grogu. It was literally like, why the fuck was there that fast turnaround and all this other stuff? Like, in the middle of season two, when they did the shit with Luke and then with uh, Boba Fett, when they pulled Mm -hmm. that nonsense... Like, originally, Grogu was just supposed to be gone. Like, that was it. Mm -hmm. Like you said, Grogu was supposed to be gone, fulfilled the prophecy, blah, blah, blah. And then we would follow up way later somewhere else. Not even worry about it. You can't, you can't sell plushies if he's not on the screen. Exactly. So that, you know, with that sounding interference or uh, interference in there and with what this said that basically Favreau would definitely would stay on, but he would have control over season three to get the story back on track. So you know, and the biggest problem is is Kathleen Kennedy is the focal point of yeah. everybody's anger and hatred. And I know it's not, but just she's not. Her. She is coming back and saying that stuff, but she's coming back from a board of directors. And Disney a lot of is times, a big, yeah. huge corporation. Yeah. Those people sitting in that room go, "We want to make X billion dollars yeah. this year. You make it fucking happen." Yeah. And then Kathleen Kennedy got to go. 
well, guys, I got bad news. We need more Grogu because yeah. he makes us X billions of dollars, and these guys up and, here are eating my ass about it. So yeah, and I, and I get how that happens. That's obvious, and it's just, and it's not going to be her. It's going to be someone else. But also, people yeah. love to believe the that, next person that comes in is going to have yeah. to hear the same bullshit from I the mean, board of directors. And, and you remember mm-hmm. Bobby's video about Kathleen Kennedy a few years ago, where he literally said, "It's like, do you guys not know the giant list of fucking massively successful yep. things that every she's... movie that we love and, and and harp on about how they've ruined it, she made them." Yeah, she basically <laughs> made that shit. It's like, yeah. so you can sit there and complain about the last few years since, and realistically, she was here before Disney. So, like, yeah. the fact that they bitch about Disney. She was making, wasn't she involved in Return of the Jedi? I think she was around for Lucasfilm, like, not even the Disney like the era. Whole thing. Yeah. yeah, so it's like, you can sit here and bitch and complain. It's like, basically, between her and Lucas, that's, that's how Star Wars kind of got made to a degree. So it's like, mm-hmm. the parts of Star Wars you love, she was there for. It's like, she yep. was still there over the shit you also loved. And it's like, mm-hmm. and then, yes, the stuff you despise, but... If she had no hand in that, who cares? It's like she they, didn't direct them, they, she they, didn't write them, they she wanna, didn't act them. Yeah, they want to mm-hmm. give all the blame, but never want to give any of the credit. You know yeah. how that works. But it's like in Amazing. this case, I, I want this series because, like, even though they put the Mandalorian title on it and it does mostly focus on Din Djarin and what they're going through, they have to build and set up other shit because this is a universe that's all tied together. So, like, I get it. Like, having an entire episode straight about Pershing's story and then cutting back to Din's stuff is like, could they have made that its own separate episode or intertwine the story? I don't know. I, I think the editing is going to be weird on this season, personally. But I like what the story's doing. It, it, it and like, and it's not just... keep going for a second, Karis. Oh my gosh, yeah. Okay, keep going. Oh, so like, uh, I actually filmed a in the kitchen shit and out the box stuff. So, Oh, and I did that thing. You know, the thing the BBTS is great for, you know, when you ship something, your stuff comes a in pile of shit. When you, when you, when you ship your pile of loot and then the stuff you're waiting on comes in. Mm-hmm. God damn it. Literally did the same fucking thing. I shipped some, I, I had four items sitting there. I said, fuck it. I need these. So I said, ship it. And then immediately I'm, I'm not joking. I've never Literally. heard of anybody pushing their pile of loot and not having that immediately happen. I think yeah. they have a, a weight limit. They're yeah. like a, a box size. Like yeah. we can fit this much in this box. And then as soon as you pull that box, like, okay, boom, pull out his other shit that we Dude, got storage. Normally boom. it's like the next day. This was within 30 minutes. Wow. I said, ship my pile of loot. And then I get the fucking pre-order arrival notification of my Thundercat statues that I'm still waiting on jesus well like, god damn it but then i got just ship it but, but well, well i got it's stuff four dollars well i mean i got stuff right behind it so i was like it's only four bucks man yeah. just ship it I y'all did. y'all bunch of bunch of fucking poor say four dollars it's not about being poor it's about being inconvenient <laughs> it's inconvenient for you to have to just wait for a box to show up uh, to, to wait an extra, an extra two days for the next box to show up yes that's <laughs> annoying well the thing is i need the one because i've been working on my demon slayer shelves and mm-hmm. the next statue that i need to know the height of to set the shelf height is mm-hmm. in the next coming box so i had to get Jesus. that shit well because like <laughs> i want... be fucked up is that they sent you the figures but they didn't send you the background diorama build-ups for yeah. them and like you take the figures you ship them She's like, I just want to get them in hand and look at them. And then boom, like the day, a day later, they ship you the back part. You're like, God yeah. damn it. Well, luckily, luckily there's not a back part. There's just the diorama they're on. But like, you fucked up though. yeah. So, but my, my biggest problem is I need to get this shelf finished, get the lights on mm-hmm. it and shit. But because I don't know the final. Did you height, ever finish felting it? I felt it all, but the ones that are secured, like the mm-hmm. one. So 
the point is, once I get all of them in here, which, by the way, mm. I put that video out for Patreon. Uh, I did actually export that, so hopefully they'll watch it. So I need to get the... Uh, I need to get the final height of the last couple shelves, and then I can mm. just start drilling and, and running wires and shit. Um, she said. Yeah. So then I can pull that out of here. Then I can pull the other shelf out so I can put that new plug in there. I can run the fucking wires for the lights, all that shit. It's basically all waiting for a couple statues to show up so I can determine that. Um, and then I dig in my Thundercat stuff. The previous ones, I actually opened those last night for the patrons. Um, so they'll see that eventually. So this is this is where I do teasers for shit, so people will sign up for the Patreon. Oh, I did I did get some uh, whiskey stones finally, so I can actually chill my my alcohol without having to use ice. Mm. I mean, like eight, like twelve bucks on Amazon. Yeah. It came in a nice little wooden holder. Fancy. Yeah, the fucking granite, little black granite stones. Mm. Nice. I mean, they only work. Or so just much. drink, just drink it neat. You don't have to worry about any of that shit. Well, I want it cold. Yeah. Keep it in the freezer. Like, I keep put, mine in there right now. I can't now. put my giant bottle of fucking tequila in the freezer. Sure you can. Yeah, it'll break. You just have to, you just have to allocate. No, it doesn't. It might. Ceramic. No, it doesn't. It's ceramic, not glass. It do, It doesn't matter. It might break. The The, the liquor doesn't freeze in it, so it'll no, not, do No, I'm not saying it'll shatter from freezing. I'm saying it. the bottle might break from fucking movement and being ice cold. Oh, I got you. Yeah, it's a ceramic bottle. It's not, mm-hmm. in that case, ceramic you. bottle. So when we when we did the other night, I needed a a stiff drink, 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 stiff, so to speak. Yeah. So that's enough about my bullshit. What what the fuck's been going on with you? Ah oh, man, I don't know. It's been fucking all kinds of crazy. I don't know. Yeah. What happened today? This this, this is your therapy show, man. I know, but it's your <laughs> therapy too. Um, it's everyone's therapy. Uh yeah, that's what these are good for. Man. Oh yeah, we're gonna have like Rusty's therapy. rant, Rusty's rant corner. Next time he comes yeah. on, he gets two minutes to rant about anything. But we're we're but we're just gonna randomly start recording in the middle of his rant. No, I'm just gonna let him. I'm gonna let him have it. I'm gonna put it out as a fucking short, like just mm-hmm. Rusty's rants. Um, just so like can, So been trying to do this passport shit with my ex wife. Like she wants to take the kids to El Salvador this summer. Oh really? And um, fucking yeah, it's a whole lot of bullshit. I'm not gonna get into. Mm-hmm. But um. So we, we lined it up to go down there. We get down there and she forgot the paperwork. So then we had to do the whole night. And mind you, this place is, again, it's it's downtown Ocala and it's like 45 minutes from where I live. So it's not like right around the corner. And um, so I go all the way over there and we had to go all the way back. So it's nothing. So then like a week later, I'm like, okay, well, let's get over there. You got the paperwork. Don't, don't you got to wait till my next day off. Yada, yada. Cause it has to line up with her days off and all this and all this shit. Yeah. Whole time she's giving me shit. Like it's my problem. Like, first of all, I don't want to give them passports. You do. And so that means you're going to make sure all this is easy. All I got to do is walk in, begrudgingly sign some shit and leave or this yeah. ain't going to happen. And, um, so we get down there and we walk in at five minutes till four. And then these motherfuckers talking about, well, you can't, we don't do walk-ins after four. Bitch, we was here before four. Y'all just got to us. That's not my problem. We've been here since before four. Yeah, fuck and that. So then, fuck. So then we got to leave. And she said, make an appointment. It's easier. So the thing is, you have to have the, like, the, the okay, so that was the third time was the, the, the after four thing. Because the second time we went there, we get there, we're there plenty of time. And they're like, and you have to have the kids with you because they have to say that, you know, these are my parents. Uh, and that they have to witness. So we're like, fuck me. So now we got to line up with getting the kids over there. 
Well, it worked out that, you know, they had spring break last week and Monday was a teacher work day. I was off. She was off. Kids are out of school. Take so everyone. Like, fuck it. We're, we're going to go get it all done and over with. We get up there. We fill out the paperwork. Go to the lady. Our, our number gets called, you know. Um, we, Ugh. we, because we did the, the third one where they said the four o'clock was during spring break. So that was last week. They said, make an appointment. So we made an appointment for Monday. So we go up there Monday, fill out the paperwork. Our number finally gets called. By the way, we're there. They're on like D3 and our number is like H16. So okay. like, we're already going to be there for a while. So we fill out all the paperwork, get over there in front of the lady, starts looking at our paperwork. And my ex-wife had crossed something off. Like she'd misspelled something and crossed it out. Oh no. Have to restart the whole entire paperwork. Oh God. Because they will not accept it with any kind of well, scratch outs kind of, or marks. Yep, There's, yep, it's yep. gotta be perfect. Fuck. So we, so they bump us back into the queue and we gotta go sit off and do all the paperwork again. So already I'm, I'm, I'm agitated at this point. And, um, we finally get that done, get called back in again, sitting there. And I look, According to the paperwork, I had to pay for one. She has to pay for one. So when you ring these up, I need you to ring them up separate so that, you know, I have proof that I paid for one. And she's like, oh, well, there's there's no ringing up. I'm like, I'm going to use my card, but I still want my own receipt. She's like, oh, no, no, it's a money order. Like, what the fuck you mean a money order? No, I didn't. Dude, I went off my ex-wife. Man. Oh, God. Ugh. I was like, you're supposed to do your homework on all. I didn't know that they were supposed to do money orders. And like, we're standing right there after we leave, of course, because now my ex-wife has to go back to work. So yeah. we can't just go get a money order and come right back. Is now we have to reschedule okay. for a whole fucking day. Um, and we're in the we're in the 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 parking lot. And I'm like, why didn't you check all this stuff? So we knew to be down here ready to go. She's yeah. like, I didn't know. How am I supposed to know that? And I went, how to get a passport in the state of Florida for a minor. And like Google immediately tells me you go down with a money order and blah blah blah. I'm like, that's how fucking long it would have took you to know all this shit. <laughs> like, Jesus Christ! <laughs> so now we have to do it on a whole nother fucking day. Like it's just this whole so thing, after, and, and a whole day wasted. Yep, and it's just just fucking annoying. And I just want to be at home playing my game on my goddamn day off. I don't get that many days off, and I spend twelve hours a day on my days at work on my feet in a hot ass kitchen. When I'm off, I just want to be off, and I don't want to deal with shit. And then on top of it, it's something that I don't want to do anyways. So I'm really already pre-annoyed by the situation. And then you're not even handling the homework. Oh, yeah, I was, I'm was. i already annoyed. And the only reason why I'm doing it is It's like paranoid, judge, but slightly different. Yeah, the judge is making me do it. So that's the only reason why I am doing it. And I told her um, this last time yesterday, I was like, look, we're doing it again. If you fuck this up again, I'm going to tell you right now to your face. You might as well go ahead and contact your lawyer and tell them that I'm refusing to do this. And in eight months, when we finally get in front of a judge, I, we'll, we'll explain it then. I'll, I'll worry about the repercussions then, because I'm not going to keep going back and forth through all this bullshit. Yeah, this I don't want you to take them point. anyways, you know, and it all has to be done at a certain time because they're supposed to go in the summer and da, da, da. I was like, so if you fuck this up again, they're not going this year because it'll be eight months to a year before we get in front of a judge. So yeah. you better fucking take care of it. So we had to go back. I think we're going tomorrow do it all the fuck <clears throat> over again giant pain in the dick and um in the dick so dealing with that shit um working all the time care brought me chocolate Mm-mm. so i've been dealing with that bullshit yeah that does sound like some bullshit on the positive side 
get that negativity shit out of the way. Mm. They had spring break last week, so we got to spend the first half of spring break with them, with the boys. Took them to Dave and Buster's and blew out way more money than we should have, but they saw, had a blast doing it. I saw pictures. Yeah, they had fun doing it. And what? I was going to say in video, but I don't remember if there was video of them playing or not. Probably. I don't care if there was. She does all that shit. I don't do none of that. Yeah, so it's useful to follow her. I know what's going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, you don't post anywhere. Nope. Anybody else? I don't post anywhere. Like, it's very rare. It's very rare. And when I do, it's 100% about my kids or bitching about my ex-wife. Like, that's pretty much all I use Facebook for. Um, Usually in the same breath. Yep. Um, so we got to spend time with them. Um, Isaac, uh, I was telling you this earlier. I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to check these fools sometimes, man, because they got more <laughs> money than they, than I even, than even I have. Like, I want to get a game, not to pre-plan. Okay, so next pay period, I got to pay this, this, and this. Yep. I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get this system, this game, whatever. Isaac here <laughs> on a Sunday talking about, hey, why don't we get that new? What? It's not actually Harry Potter, but the Harry Potter game is what I'll call it. Hogwarts Legacy. Sure that. I don't get that. The horrible transphobic game. Yeah, he's talking. No, how? Dude, that's that was that whole outrage about J.K. Rowling. They just applied it to the game. Oh, I don't know. Like, dude, people were boycotting Twitch streamers who wanted to play it and calling them transphobic for even buying the game. There's a there's a there's a lady in there. I'm pretty sure is a dude. So I don't know how it's transphobic. You you can make your own character a fucking trans character, like literally. Mm -hmm was like you first of all let's relax you can't make your character a trans character you can make it a male or a female and you could be a male or a female playing it and just say it's transgender well i mean in the in the same way you can you can make your character look like whatever but you can also give the a male character a female voice you mm-hmm. can do all kinds of shit you can change the, all that yep. kind of stuff you do all so that in, shit. In pitch the, and tone so and everything that's huh? why it's like but because of the whole outrage of jk rowling they applied it to the game that she has had nothing to do with by the way like other other than the fact that it's tied to the Pottermore Pottermore, so like you can have your character connected to your Pottermore account. So if you're that big of a fucking nerd, you can do that. Surprise Kara doesn't. Well tell her. So anyways, so how it went down was he hit her up because they, they love Harry Potter. I've talked about it before. I'm I'm just whatever with Harry Potter. I I neither love nor hate it. I like to talk shit about it because people overdo it. But it's just fine. It's a thing. It's whatever. Um but Kara loves it. And unfortunately, she has seeped that into the boys, and they love that shit too. So Isaac hits her up. He's sitting there. He's like, "Hey, why don't we get that new Harry Potter game? It looks awesome." And Kara hits me up. You know, she comes in the room. She's like, "Hey, so the boys want to get this game." And I'm like, "What the fuck are you talking? I'm not going out and buying them a whole new game." You know? What? No, you know, she's like, "No, no, no. we don't have to buy them nothing. They're gonna use their own money." Like what the fuck? Where what money? Yeah. You're, not, <laughs> you know? you're not paying attention to their allowance. Right <laughs> so I don't. We don't. I don't give them an allowance. Fuck no, I don't give them an allowance. Their money that they have is like birthday money, and if they do something mm-hmm. above and beyond the normal, I don't do allowances, dude. I wasn't raised that way. You help around the house because it needs to be done, and you live in this house. That's how I was raised, and that's how my kids are raised. Oh. If they want money, they have to do extra above and beyond. Oh, I had I had and, I had allowance plus extra for chores. No, and here's the thing: it sounds could, mean and harsh. I could, but lose, my kids don't do without. But my I could, kids don't. It's yeah. not like I'm like, oh, right. you ain't got no money, you ain't getting this shit. No, no. I but of course, it it you know it teaches them how to manage money early on without fucking which dealing they, with it. 
which is what they do now. Yeah. Like they, they've literally, they'll take their money and combine it together. Or like I'll use this much of your money and this much of my money. So that means it sits on my nightstand longer than it sits on your nightstand. I've, they've literally had these types of conversations with each other. Nice. But it still surprised me that he's like, yeah, I got 80 bucks laying around. I go get a game for the fuck of it. That's crazy. <laughs> so they went and I mean, got the game. I was at the next day I was at work. So they went up there and they got the game. And then I get home and mind you, you know, I just finished Ragnarok. And uh, so I'm watching them play because they're like, oh, my God, Dad, you got to see this. It's so awesome. It's so this. It's so that. And I'm watching and I'm like, I don't fucking care about any of this. You know, they're and getting into learn, all that. You can learn your spells. You can do all yeah, kinds yeah, yeah. of shit. In this it's game. got all this crazy shit in there. And uh, they're, they're, it's got this animal and it's got that person and this and, and they're breaking it down how it ties into Harry Potter and it's 300 years before and it's the 1800s and blah, 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 all this other fucking uber nerd shit that I don't care about when it comes to Harry Potter stuff, which I'm, I'm sounding very harsh and judgy. I know I'm the same way with like Batman and Transformers and, and G.I. Joe and stuff like that. But it's just this is one that I don't care enough about to do all that with. Yeah. But they're so into it. Da, 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 da. And I'm like, whatever. But I watch them. It's enjoyable enough to watch them. It's an open world, light <laughs> RPG <laughs> stuff in it. You know, it's got a lot of little side quests and all that, you know, hunt and gather bullshits in it. Of course. So I'm watching them and I'm watching them. I'm like, yeah, it's, 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 the li- it's, it's the game style is in my wheelhouse enough to be able to enjoy watching them and enjoy their enjoyment of it. So that's just what it was. And then isaac fucked up oh because he is a super competitive kid super competitive and i've told him before i was like you very much get that from me the only difference is is i'm 43 years old and i've learned how to use that rage and frustration of a failure to better you know my thing or if i lose i don't just shut down it makes me want to go back and try again and keep going until i fucking beat it yeah i said you'll grow into that that's a maturity thing but you definitely got your competitive edge from me that is very much any little thing i'm i'm down to you want to race like i'm that kind of guy yeah and uh he fucked up Uh-oh. he's like oh dad look how awesome i am at this game look kara's kara hadn't even started her character yet but kara's not even playing yet Gabriel's character is only here. Look at all this stuff I have compared to what he has. And da 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 da. Because you can build all your own characters at four slots. I guess technically, if you're one person playing it, you're supposed to use all the four different houses or whatever. Yeah. And uh, you have each one is a different one. And uh, he's like, dude, this game is so much better than God of War. Oh, no. And I said, huh. He goes, yeah, because we can play this one. That means we're going to be better at this than you are. And I said, huh, okay, that's, that's cool. And uh, then they went back to their mom's house the next day. You know, it was her, <laughs> her, half, her half of spring break. And I was also off the next day. So I was like, well, I'm going to show this little motherfucker who he's talking to. So I put the game in, started my own profile. <laughs> went through all the bullshit of picking voices and eye colors and hairstyles and hair colors and this, that, and the next fucking thing. And uh, start playing game. And then I kind of got caught up in the game. <laughs> like, I don't yeah, give, no I kidding. still don't give a shit about what the game is about. I give a shit about playing the game. It's very much that whole, uh, like I talked about with God of War, like I'm going to go around and build my level up and then just smoke my way through the actual storyline because I'm so overpowered. Yeah, same fucking thing. Um, it's, it's, Kara looked it up. Uh, it's, you can max level at like 40, I think, in the game. 
and I'm already a 25 and I'm only 27% of the way through the game. <laughs> like, because I just, I don't do the main quests unless I have to, to unlock on next magic power. Like I'm only out doing all the fuck off stuff. <laughs> so the first day I played it, I got done and, and you know, I called the kids that evening because I always call them in the evening time, like after school and stuff or after dinner. So, you know, I'm not interrupting her time with them. Yeah. And uh, I was like, you know, ask how their day was and what they did and yada, yada, bullshit. And then, you know, they asked me, you know, how was your day? What'd you do? And I was like, huh, I just stayed home. I was off today. I just chilled at the house. Oh, yeah, you didn't do anything. I was like, well, I did something. And I was like, what'd you do? I was like, I tried to watch your little Harry Potter game. It was, oh, yeah. Bitch can't catch my guys. Like, funny that you should say that because I'm already <laughs> past your level. <laughs> like, I'm already day one past your level. He's like, no. <laughs> so I start telling him all this shit that I have. He's like, what's the last thing you saw in the story? And I told him, he's like, that's way back from where I'm at. I'm like, dude, I will video chat you. You can see <laughs> like where I'm at because I've just done all the side stuffs and like finding all the hidden objects and this, that, and the next thing that gives you XP and all that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, he, he, I got him uh, Monday, you know, yesterday after all that courthouse bullshit with the, the, um, Passport. the passports. They had their first, he had his first game last night. The, the not first game. It's their first game back from spring break was last night. Yeah. And so she had to go back to work. So I was like, Hey, can the boys just hang out with me? And I'll just give them back to you after baseball. And she's like, sure. So we come back and the first thing he does is uh, he fires it up. And I'm like, see, because at the main <laughs> loading screen, it shows your character with their level numbers next to it. Yeah. It's like, what? You gotta be way farther than me. And I pulled open my thing and I started showing them. And he's like, how are you still way back there? And I started showing him all the little side stuff. I all the little like, bullshit. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. Like, boy, you don't mess with me. Don't come around and tell me it's better than something I got or you can do it better. I will work my ass off to make you wrong about that. But here's the thing. I do that. I do that. I've always done that with them. I think I've talked about it before. I've never been the, the dad that, you know, you let them win to make them feel good about themselves. Hell you know, no. Never, never have I ever, dude. I don't care if it made him cry. He'd be three years old. He want to play Mario Kart with me. I turn on the Super Nintendo and I whoop his ass, and he'll be all sad about you guys' ass whoop. Yep. Oh well, you better get better. And let me tell you what. Now, when they beat my ass in Mario Kart, they've earned that. That ha ha, I got you. Yeah. And I, and I give mm -hmm. it to them because they've earned that. It wasn't me letting them do anything. I've never, dude. Sit down and play in chess, teach them how to play chess. I whooped their ass at chess too when I was teaching them how to play. Yeah. I didn't care. I wasn't letting them win so they could see what that felt like. They had to earn it. Now, when Gabriel beats me at chess every once in a while, he, man, it's super stoked about it. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's kind of the same thing. And he's, he's all mad. He's like, oh, man. And, and this weekend we're at mom's house because it was still part of spring break. And, and, and then we, we got to come over. We won't be back over there until next week. And I'm like, and I'm going to be building my levels that whole time. By the time you get back over here, I'll probably be maxed out. Yeah. <laughs> he's so mad. Like, he, it's driving him nuts. Like every time I talk to him, he's like, what level are you now? Where are you at now? Oh, man. you were gonna be... <laughs> I'm like, that's all right. You should have never. You should have left me alone just watching you play your game and enjoying watching you be play like, your game. You open and this door, boy. <laughs> yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm here yeah. to show you why they call me Mr. Whoopass. <laughs> so, Mr. <laughs> so i've been having fun with that um of course i every time i try to sit down and do it just something comes up like today with all the crazy running around and shit with work and stuff like i literally my plan was just to fuck off on the game until it was time to record and then record 
And instead, I literally scooted back in the door less than 30 minutes before recording. I was like, God damn it. So as soon as we get done recording, I'm going to go back and play some more. Yeah. But I expect they, uh, well, no, you got to, you got, you got to make pork chops and corn. I mean, but do I? Cause I mean, she might shake her tits, but I'm still those, the one laying pipe around here. So I mean, those, those kind of cook themselves really. Mm-hmm. Like all you got to do is start a fire and put the shit down there. I ain't got to do that as propane girl. Well, I mean, you Take literally start the fire. Yeah. <laughs> I don't mean, literally, I didn't say make a fire. I said, start a fire. Yeah, I guess. But, um, yeah that don't take long oh, I, don't, fuck. I don't care about all that but i'm but i'll stay up late and play it but uh so last night you know more good more good stuff you know baseball still going oh. having fun with that um i forgot the other thing what? i did in the interim i forgot the Go other th- the other thing i watched i just remembered since, since i finally watched the big lebowski last week oh yeah i still haven't watched it it's fucking good I mean, that's what I hear. I mean, like, it, it's like, I just feel like at this point, I haven't watched it, you know, 25, 30 years after it came out. And now I just feel like an asshole if I go, hey, I watched it if, just because you said it was good. If and, not for the technology that's in it, it mm-hmm. would still 100% work today. Stand up. Like, yeah. like if you just ignore the anachronisms of the old technology, <laughs> could easily have been shit. made last year. <laughs> nobody would know the difference. Yeah. It is that yeah. good. And like, and basically it's, like without going too far into it, it's kind of like Seinfeld. It's a story about nothing. Like, yeah. I mean, it's a fun ride. It's and, literally the dude. Yeah, and like everybody honestly acts their ass off in this movie. John Goodman is absolutely absurd. Um, mm-hmm. and of course Jeff Bridges as the dude. You know, it's fucking crazy. Is it Jeff Bridges? Yeah. Or I got the wrong one. I forget. Either way, no, it's Jeff Bridges. Okay. Bo Bridges is the other. That's one. right. That's right. That's right. It's like overall, like the story is so ridiculous, and like the dude himself is so ridiculous, and then everything else that happens in the story, and it is like insanely quotable. Like mm. it's so fucking quotable, and it's just like, oh my god! Like this is like I wish I had watched it twenty fucking years ago, because mm. my friends watched it, and I just like never got around to watching it. Like yep. much it like wasn't one said, of those I was actively ignoring. I just yeah. never got. And, to and, it. and now back, I just feel stupid going and, back to it. And back in the day when you said you used to partake in uh, substances, yep. it probably would have been even better because that's half yep. the movie. Yep. But you do it's get a big see, stoner movie. But mm-hmm. you get to see Julianne Moore's tits, so that's nice. Oh, I'm going to watch it tomorrow. You like redheads? They're naked. Yep. yep. Redheads and tits. That's yep. my that's my weakness. That's I mean, my kryptonite. You're, you're introduced to her swinging in naked overhead on a weird thing i'm hanging up on you right now to go watch <laughs> it's this like, motherfucker it's, a, it's like it's it's a funny fucking it was funny and i needed to laugh we watched that yeah. we watched that and i was like it's like i was laughing at jokes that i was like that was really fucking dumb and then i thought about it, it's like oh that's really fucking good it's like, clever yeah. it's like some of it is like it does warrant like going yeah. back over so either way sorry to interrupt your thing but i just no no you're good you're good because you're good man hey they, that was an, how we roll around that was here. another kind of like milestone thing because it's yeah. just like Sure, we watch Check a lot that of off the bucket list. We watch all yeah. the new things, you yeah. know. But like going back and visiting an old thing was actually kind of fun. Yeah, there's other movies I had no uh, interest in watching. But well, you sold one. me on Julianne Moore, so I might have to go back and watch it now. Yeah. Oh, and she um, has a ridiculous. Everybody, every, ridiculous everybody left that accent. part out. I've out of all these years, I'm, I probably know all Same. the quotes from the fucking movie, know the whole entire story of the movie. I've never till this moment you just said that I did not yeah. know that happened in the movie. Same. So, I didn't know either. I like, hate all you motherfuckers that didn't tell me this part before. They could have sold you on Julianne Moore's tits. I would have, right then and there. Redhead, boobs, and, in. And, and really bad British accent. 
don't care. Red I know, I know, but that's that's the funny I part. I put of him it. on mute, man. I'm not there yeah. for her to talk anyway. It, it's it, there's no normal people in this movie at all. Say less, man. Like, You've already sold that's, me. That's that's what's great about it. It's like normally you get like the one character who's like normal and points out the absurd. No, mm-hmm. every single person in this fucking movie is weird as fuck. And that's why I said it could, it holds up even now, if not for the mm-hmm. old ass technology, like the old ass, like 90s cell phone. That's like the fucking yeah. brick the with brick. the thing attached mm-hmm. to it. And the then, Zach Morris, not even that one. No, it's like the backpack phone style. Oh, like, the car phones, the yeah, traveling bag phones. Traveling My nana had phone, one yeah. of those. She used to keep and, it in a, a milk crate in her trunk for emergencies. <laughs> and, and the only other thing in it is the, uh, the bowling alley because they're using right. the old school projectors, not like a yep. new style computer. The LCDs. And yeah, stuff, yeah. It's like, if, if not for that literally could have been filmed last year, you wouldn't even fucking yeah. know because we're, we're so similar as people and they all yeah. have still the same problems, even from then to now. And nothing ever like, changes. Nothing. Yeah. The, the recipe never changes. Just the order they put it in the stew. You know what I mean? Yeah, the, exactly. the world is the same. Yeah. <laughs> people are still people the fucking bitch same. all they want to. Yeah. It's all the same. Nothing's changed really. Oh, and clearly there was a movie directly inspired by a line of this movie. What's the line? Let me see if I can guess the movie. Uh, it's pretty fucking easy. Dude, where's your car? Where's my car? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, and, and it's almost the same fucking, like not the same storyline, but I'm like, oh my God, they literally wrote an entire movie based off this particular chunk of this movie. Probably. It's like, it's just Sartain or whatever, whatever Zoltan. Oh yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> like, that fucking movie. Supposedly they got a sequel coming out. Please. No, <laughs> I would watch There's it. That, that movie was, that movie was so dumb. I, but I loved it. Like, I, I used to love that movie. I do not remember that movie, and I'm okay with that, dude. Like the the Chinese only... restaurant, and then and no, and then yeah, dude. If and here's a here's like the low key like the the meta joke uh-huh. is is the name of the Chinese restaurant. If you translate it, oh yeah, closest translation in English is and, and then, then. Yeah. <laughs> that's the name of the fucking restaurant. Yeah, dude, of, that's course. Awesome. of course, of course, of <laughs> course. <laughs> oh you know what i didn't do you keep talking but i forgot i never yeah. i didn't bother to look up if we had comments or anything yeah. and so okay so uh baseball um um on paper you know with the the players because they they literally do like the head the, the the coaches all get together at the beginning and do like a whole draft and everything of these kids like they build uber teams like it's nuts sometimes how serious they take this little kid's baseball no shit so on paper um the team we were playing was like the the best or second best depending on if you were more an offensive or a defensive team they're 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 the best offensive team but not the best they're the second they're, best defense they're team. the most offensive team so, yeah so they're they're the best our team is just kind of average we're we're, we're we got a couple of players that are really good at one thing and not at the other and others that are really good at that other thing but not at the first thing and then everybody else just kind of middle ground and um we beat the brakes off them motherfuckers. They were not expected, dude. They're they're dude. Like we were whooping that ass, making some crazy plays, man. I they'll never hear this, but I will shout out little Joseph, um, <laughs> our second baseman, man. This kid made a diving catch. He 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 the the ball was a, a straight line drive at to the to to right center. And he made this diving catch 
snagged it, rolled up off the ground and flipped it back to one to turn two. It was nuts, dude. Like it was such a sports center moment to see like a little 10 year old kid pull off. It was just cool as shit to see happen. And man, you should have seen the grin on his face because his dad's the head coach. Yeah. And it like he's like, Joe, like when he did the play, and you this kid's face split into like this Cheshire grin. Like it was it was nuts. And it it, it saved them from being able to beat us. Um, because there's time limits and inning limits to kids baseball. Mm-hmm. And once it gets X amount of time oh, into the game, limits. you can't yeah, you I can't start you. a new yeah, you can't start a new inning. Yeah. And we were away, which meant they had last at bat anyways. <laughs> and there's a five point inning. Oh, is that how that works? You make five yeah, if you make five yeah. points, you don't you you switch sides. It doesn't matter if you have zero outs or you have two outs, it's it doesn't matter. As soon as you, going, yeah. yeah, as soon as you got to the fifth point, you flip sides. Um, so we were up on them by, by six, they scored one and we knew that we were coming up on the next inning was going to be it. It was, it was over after that point. Um, they scored one, which left them the capability to tie us. Um, they scored, uh, they had a guy on third when Joe pulled that crazy play, um, that would have put them able to beat us. So, um, because they could have made five points and they would have been up by one at the end of the game. Gotcha. Um, but because he did that turn that play and he got that those two outs and got us out of that inning, we went into the next inning. We were up by five still, which means the best they could do was tie us. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, at that point, then we still had to go to bat and then they still had to go to bat. Uh, well, we get up to bat. Our boys, they were all fired up from that shit. They went out there wailing these fucking balls. Just wailing them dude, all over the place, man. And uh, fucking, we went up by three more or some crazy shit. Like, it was, it was nuts. And then they got up and they were able to get... We ended up... By the end of the game, we beat them by four. It was, it was a great game. Like, it was just... It was great to see, man. Our pitcher was murdering these, ki- these, these kids at the, at the plate. And then, you know, Isaac's playing catcher and he was just doing some great stops. Like the, 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 the other coaches, they, they wouldn't leave him alone at the end of the game because there was a lot of times where he stopped a crazy pitch when they had a runner on third that they would have gone for it. And, uh, he even got a guy out at home who was trying to steal, uh, him and I've been working on flipping the ball. Yeah. Um, because when they're younger, they just get the ball and they immediately want to just throw it to the guy, to, to the pitcher covering home. Sure. And and before you throw, you always teach them, you know, you step into your throw to get that launch. So all these things are microseconds sounding, but it adds up to give the runner more time to get home. And we're trying to teach them how to trim the fat off so that it knocks down all the times. Yeah. Because that's how you make this stuff happen. And uh, so I've been working on on doing stiff arm flips, you know, just how to release the ball so that it goes in a straight line, straight to the mitt, and it goes, it leads to the tag. Um, because you don't want to throw it over to the guy's left because then he has to catch it and then turn yeah, you don't it back. You, you, you want it to throw you want to lead. Tag. Yeah. Yeah. And so he's been working on that and he got a guy with that. And it, like he, he was another one, man, his big old shitty and grinny out on his face. Like it was a great game. Other team got pissed one time because, um, Isaac actually got on, on, on a, on a, uh, they have the drop third rule, which is on the third strike. If the catcher drops the ball, the runner can go. 
Like okay. they could take off. Boom. They can go to first. Now, 99% of the time, the catcher either just picks the ball up and touches them when he's out because the kids will forget that they're supposed to do it. And if we start yelling, drop third, drop third, the catcher will hear that and react to that and real quick get that ball and touch them. Mm. And then other times, even when they, they take off without us having to say something, the catcher realizes what happened. They're going to throw it down because they're going to they're gonna outthrow his running speed. Yeah, of course. And um, the the <laughs> the kid, I'm like, because we're, we're we're although we were away, the other team had set up in the in the away dugout, so we were in the home dugout. So I'm on the catcher's throwing hand side, like we're watching from that that side, and uh, I watched him. He went to do a transfer. Okay, so like the ball hits the glove and it's yeah. one thing we're, we're working with isaac on is as soon as he grabs it his other hand just goes into it, it goes right back into the throw like yeah. it's all one motion yeah so he went to do that but instead of reaching in he went to let it let drop it and just a drop transfer and when he did it hit his hand and then it hit the mm. ground and then he snagged it and picked it up and the umpire behind the plate already called him out like they, they said isaac was out and i was like drop third go and like this i just i just pointed at him like i didn't even have to yell i said and then pointed and he just took off and he got down there and you know they called you know, the umpire behind the plate called him out but then the field umpire said he was safe and so you know they got to confer and all that yeah and we had had a runner that was on first in front of isaac who had stolen on the previous pitch he's now on second well then the the field umpire said no he is out because you had a runner on first which means he can't take off you can't do a drop third takeoff when somebody's on first the, the base has to be empty gotcha and we're like no 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 it was empty Bentley was already down on second he stole the last pitch and 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 he looked at the other umpire he's like hey, he wasn't on he was on second he's like yeah he's like okay well then he's safe so here comes the coach from the other dugout oh that's bullshit what no drop third he even touched him and he said well, here's the problem. Even if you want to say he touched him, he tagged him out. <clears throat> he touched him like this, like ball in this hand, glove in this hand. He mm -hmm. touched Isaac like this. That's not a tag. You, there's no ball in that. It, the ball has to be in the, the glove. The ball has to hand. touch you. Or you have to touch him with the, the hand holding the ball. Yeah. I was like, <clears throat> he didn't touch him with the ball. It doesn't matter. He's he's safe on first. Coach, ah, no, it didn't. Blah, 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 blah. And all of a sudden you hear from the stands, you know, from their side, of course, they're all like, boo, he's out. Y'all trying to cheat. Da, 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 da. And then you hear, you hear one of the ladies from our side go, I got the whole thing on video if y'all want to watch it. You could see him pick the ball up off the ground. It was definitely a drop third. And they're like, no, it's not. Da, da, da. So we got to so go to the play. We got to go to the play cam. Yeah, she took a screenshot of it. And, like, the umpires are out there. And the other coach admits, I, I get it. And I explained it to the boys afterwards. I was like, it is our job to fight those things. Yeah. Even if we think there's a chance we're wrong, we're still going to fight it because we want to give ourselves that momentum. Yeah. I said, I, I, I get it. You also, know, I get where that coach was coming from. Yeah. I said, but this coach, there's a point where you're arguing for your team and there's a point when you're just arguing to be an asshole. And this coach crossed that line. Once that person said, hey, I have video of it showing the ball on the ground. Yeah. Your, your argument's negated at that point. There's, there's no way you could fight video proof. You just stop talking. Oh, man, that sucks. On we go with the next player. He wanted to keep going, man. He almost Tommy Lasorted him. I thought he was going to take his hat off and start kicking dirt. <laughs> like it was crazy. And, uh, but the end of the day, they called Isaac safe over there. He was fine, but it was, it was very, it wasn't a boring game. Everybody was kind of doing everything and it, it was just a good game and it was a good comeback. And being that they were considered a top team and everybody's just bad news bar bears our team. Like there's even a couple of times I, I asked, 
the other coach i'm like dude did they just sandbag us with some of these kids because you look out there and there's one kid literally sitting on the ground playing in the fucking dirt i'm like he's not even it wouldn't matter I could throw the baseball at his head and he's going to get hit because he's not paying attention. He's sitting on the ground looking in the dirt. Like he's not here for baseball. And uh, he just laughed. He goes, man, we got who we got. You know, we got to choose the ones that we got and we kind of got the leftovers. I'm like, okay, that's cool. And they do this to us every season. And the problem is those teams go out there with the intent, you know, they got all the cocky superstars on their team. And these are kids that yeah. think that way. So their entire note of self-worth is based on what their parents and the 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 people watching the game think of them and they think yeah. that you're a superstar and you're gonna hit a home run every time when you get up there and you strike out it shuts your whole fucking mind down like you're just done you literally like we talked about that first game you can see the shoulders go down heads go down game's over from that point it doesn't matter yeah. if that's first inning or the last inning if that happens the game's over they didn't beat you you beat you you gave up and we we watched it happen with these kids, man. These kids are out there; they're swatting it. Don't get me wrong; they're they're playing. But we work with our outfield on on being defensive and 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 doing the C cuts and being in motion so that when they get that ball up off the ground, they're already heading towards where the ball needs to go and throwing it. And it, we're cutting them down like every time. They're trying. They're trying. We're getting them in a pickle. We're getting them on their lead offs. Like like everything they think they're gonna do because they're better than us mm -hmm. is just not playing out the way they fucking think it's supposed to play out. So they were just done. But after that, after that drop third, the game was over because that was like one of the that was one of the last things that happened with us before we went into the bottom of that inning, which was the their last at bat. And so as soon as that happened, you saw the whole team just kind of gave up. The pitcher was standing out there with his shoulders down. The whole team just kind of kicking dirt, looking around like they were done at that point. And it happens like that every season. Every season they think they're going to come out there and steamroll us because, oh, we got a team full of power hitters. Yeah, well, our team's decent at defense. I mean, they're not the best, but they sure as fuck ain't the worst. They're gonna bobble it all over the place and let you run everywhere. Yeah. So they come <laughs> out there, they get shut, they get shut down. Oh, we got this awesome defensive <clears throat> team. Your team ain't gonna be able to do nothing to us. Our guys are not gonna swat it all the way deep into the outfield. We got a couple guys that'll get it out there. Most of our training with them is is infield and very short outfield. So they they get the ball there. They know what to do from that point forward. They know how to lead off. They know how to steal. We drill. We do these drills over and over and over and over with them. Teach them how to read the pitchers. Teach them how to read the plays. Like it's constantly. It's it's a thing we work about all the time at practice. So it's already in their heads, and they're just doing it. So these teams come out there, and we start stealing bases on them all day long. They're like, "What the fuck is going on here? The kid only hit the ball right in front of the pitcher. How the fuck is he on third? It's because we teach them how to steal. Mm -hmm. We teach them how to play baseball. They know what they're doing out there." They're just not the big super uber mensch team that you think you put together. And now your guys are shut down because, oh, you told us this team was going to be a cakewalk and they were pieces of shit and jackasses. And now they're running all over us. So I guess we can't beat them. And then they shut down and then we beat them. We won the championship with almost the same exact team that we have right now. Yeah. We won the championship last year. And I and at the end of this game, I told them, I was like, that's the, that's the team to beat. And we just did that shit to them. I said, we're going to win the championship again. I don't give a crap what nobody says at this point. Yeah. Like, it's just, it's going to be this. I'm not going to tell them that because then our team becomes those big fat-headed kids that think they're just going to walk all over everybody, and then they start fucking up, you know? So now it's just, it's just we as coaches, like, man, we got a shot at this shit. But them, like, hey, guys, you need to keep working at it. Keep working at it. You're doing good. You're doing better. You can always get even better than that. Just we're going to keep drilling, keep working, keep drilling. 
and they're having a blast with it. And we're doing the same thing we did last year. We had one really bad game against a team that shouldn't have beat on us. We had a bad game. And then every other game we've won so far. And that's almost the same thing that happened last season. Yeah. Like it was verbatim. It was the team that shouldn't have beat us, shouldn't have beat anybody. Like they, we have bad players like thrown at us. They have the worst. They have all, the, <laughs> they have the ones where the kids are out there because their parents make them be out there. Yeah. And they don't want to be there. Like they are the actual, they're not even bad news bears. They're the same lot team that wishes they were <laughs> bad news bears. That's you know true. what I mean? So they, 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 they beat us because we went in with that mindset. Like, huh, this is the team we're going to beat on. Look at them. They, they got their socks around their ankles. You know, their shoes are all untied. Shirts are untucked. You know, they look all like haphazard. They don't, their uniforms aren't on. They're on backwards, on upside down. They, they, we're going to whoop on it. And then they whoop on us because the kids get ahead of themselves on it. And the same thing happens now. Now we're doing it to the other guys, the ones I think they're going to come out there. And look at us. We're super shiny with our super brand new $5,000 baseball bats. It, to, $500 baseball bat will strike out just the same as a $20 Walmart bat. I don't give a fuck what the hell is I can buy way more bat bats if I buy 20 at a time or $20. Yes. Yeah. It does make a little bit of a difference, but not a huge difference. It makes a difference at a higher mm -hmm. level of gameplay than what we're at. Yeah. But these kids see this shit on TV. Their parents think that their kid is the next Derek Jeter. Their kid is the next fucking Mike Trout. They, their parents all yeah. think all this shit. So then they have to go out and buy them all this shit that these guys are wearing on TV. I, we are not that gameplay level. You're, we're not the same. You should not be trying to make them that. You should be trying to make them good here, and they're going to work to that. So it, they, they get mad as fuck, dude. I've, I've, uh, I've seen a kid strike out. We've struck him out before, and he'd start yelling at his parents. I told you I needed this this set of cleats. Like, dude, you didn't strike out because your cleats, man. <laughs> like, you need to fucking relax. Like, yell at your parents from the field. Like, you're crazy, man. Never in my life. Yeah. Never, never, never. Um, so it was a good night they're still super hyped on it i think we play again thursday uh we have pictures tomorrow night um i was gonna yeah. say speaking of baseball uh unfortunately jose altuve got hurt mm -hmm. the other night mm -hmm. it, playing yep. playing what was it like world not world series but like international baseball yeah got fucking hurt like bust a hand or something got hit yep. in the hand something like a, they're saying might put him out for a whole season yeah fucking mm -hmm. sucks we kind of need him mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He's, he's fairly well important yeah see and that's the problem at, at the majors levels that's where the superstars matter yeah like this is not where the superstars matter this is th at this point this is still a team sport once you get into majors it's no longer a team sport it's it's the superstar sport at that point yeah they've they've weeded out the need for teams at that point they they built whole teams built out of superstars true so yeah, they build. Yeah. They build. They build basically the Yankees of little league. Yep. It's like. Yep. What the fuck? But here's the problem: is they ain't the Yankees. These are guys that have been doing it for thirty years. Yeah. These are kids that have been playing for two years. They yeah. they might have the natural gumption like Isaac. Like he gets, he doesn't get mad. He gets annoyed sometimes because I told him I was like, last season we had two backup catchers, um, and he he used to always complain. You know, like when they would rotate, like they'd rotate them out, like put them out in the field or they'd give them a break on the bench to let somebody else catch. And he used to get mad. He's like, man, I want to catch. That's what I want to do. I don't like pitch. He's like, he can pitch. Like he's not great, but he, he's a solid pitcher. Mm -hmm. And, but he doesn't like it. He doesn't like the stress of it. Like he doesn't want to be the guy There's that causes. Yeah. That's, that's, and, and ironically enough, the catcher actually has more pressure than the pitcher. 
Well, people the, don't realize the catcher, that. But the catcher they... is kind of more important on that end, mm-hmm. but I would say yeah. less pressure because you're not the one who's out front. Mm-mm. Like you're, it, you're you no, have no, that's very people have a misconception of it. No, that's what they I'm saying. think that that guy throws 100 miles per hour. That's going to win the game. Yeah, no, no, again, if he drops that 100 mile per hour fastball, yeah, it, it the guy's I gone. Mean, the if catcher misses the catching a wild throw. Yeah. Yes, the catcher's more important, and obviously, but the pitcher is the one who has the spotlight. Yeah, I'm not going to tell Isaac that because Isaac shuts down, like, not yeah. because he can't handle the pressure. He mm-hmm. can't handle the thought of him being the reason the team loses. Yeah, of course. Like, he he one time, he was the last at bat. We had, uh, this is last, last season or season before, he was last at bat. Um, two guys on, we needed one run to score, and he struck out. And let me tell you, it took him a week to get over that shit. Like, he was beating himself up over it. Yeah. Um, because he lost the game and I, and I sat down he with him. Lose the game. Yeah. I said, I said, here's the thing. You might've been the final out, but you weren't the reason we were in that position to begin. Yeah, no, it's like, yeah, like said, you, that was, you were the last, literally the last yeah, straw of the broken yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah. It was already, it was done. Like, it was lost. You were just the end. Yeah. You had the, you were a, an ability to catch up, but you didn't put us behind to where we were fighting to survive. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it took him a while, but he got over it. So he does not handle that part of the stress well um, because he will 100% take it on himself. He does, he, yeah. he understands the words that I'm saying. He just doesn't believe. He thinks if he messes up, it's the game and it's his fault. Um, <laughs> this is funny. So so he, he, he takes that pressure very bad. So I've never really tried to drive into him how important the catcher actually is in a game of baseball. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't give him too much slack on it either. Like he drops a ball and I'll yell at the – I yell at the the from the sideline. Parents they'll crack up like they 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 love that kind of shit. But I'm really like, dude, what position are you playing? And he'll yell back, catcher. I'm like, then try catching the ball. It's in the name. <laughs> it's in the job description. <laughs> he gets so mad. Like, yeah, he's gotten so mad at me sometimes, and I'm like, dude, I don't care, man. You gotta you gotta do your job, or I'm gonna give so you shit about it. Next next time, <laughs> yell out, what position are you playing, catcher? Because it, yeah. it's like, okay, well, it looks like left out. Get your shit together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I well, I tell him like we have a little mantra, me and him. Yeah. Like it's 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 led to his nickname. His nickname is Brick. Like everybody calls him that. Yeah. You know, he his walk on song when we were doing travel ball was uh, "Brick in the Wall" by Pink Floyd. He chose that mm-hmm. out of every song ever, just because it said his name in it and it talked about being a wall. Because our mantra is every time he goes, he gears up and he goes to walk out of the dugout. I, I tell him, I was like, "What are you?" He'll say a wall. And I was like, and what gets by a wall? He'll say nothing. And I'll say, we'll make it happen. And then he'll go out there and just do his thing. You know, just that little build up, give him a little boost and stuff. Yeah. And the parents love that shit. They eat that shit up. And I'm like, it's not a thing. It's just, it's a, it's a father and son. It's a coach and and a player. It's, it's, you have the ability to do this with your kids too. (laughs) You can do this shit with them. Like your kids could be great too, but no. Not even great. He's not. I was just thinking the joke. Your kids could be this good too. Yeah, if you guys didn't fucking suck. <laughs> so, but I'm like, he loves that. Like, it, you, it's it's all about that uh, that building up that 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 momentum in your head because the head leads to action, and then the action leads to the game, and so on and so forth. And he he when he has bad days, I can tell just in how he reacts to us talking like that. And and there, so I so anyways, what I was trying to tell him is like. He said that all last season, and then this season, there's one kid with a with a with gear that can catch that that has catcher gear and thinks he's a catcher. Like his dad told us, he's a catcher, 
and there's another kid who has helped catch before that can borrow Isaac's gear or this other kid's gear. And they tried them both out like during practice and during like the first game and they suck. Like they're bad. Like, and I'm not saying because my kid's good. I mean, they're just bad as players. They're not good catchers. And so uh, coach talked to me. He's like, do you think he can handle taking that? I'm like, he gets mad when y'all take him out of the game. So, I mean, he, he wants it. So give it to him. And he, he coach, you know, took him to the side. He's like, look, man, we're going to lean on you. You're going to be the 100% catcher all the time. That means you're playing from the start of the game to the end of the game. Unless you get injured, there's no taking you out of there. And he said, okay. Well, that catching is a very hard, physically hard job because it's not sitting on your ass. It's a lot of popping up and moving around and making throws and making it's, – it's, it'll wear you out. And so um, Coach and I had talked to him uh, about it. And so, like, when he's at home playing games or watching TV, get in your catcher squat. Do some pop-ups from there just while you're sitting there. Just get your body used to it. Yeah. Um, you're you're going to have to get – because you're going to wear yourself out doing it during the game. Um, so when we were doing the passport just <laughs> – so when we are at the passport place, I was making him do his catcher squat and pops at the, at the courthouse. Wow. He was getting so annoyed. <laughs> like, well, you're just sitting there doing nothing. You might as well be doing something. We got a game tonight, man. So, so he was doing them there. And we got to the game, and then afterwards – He's like, uh, you know, coach was telling me he did a good job uh, playing that, uh, that that game and 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 getting his throwdowns. Like his throwdowns are getting so much better. Like when somebody's trying to steal second, like he's getting so much better at that. And uh, the coach was going on about how he stopped all the balls and the pitches would go a little crazy. He was stopping ones that would shoot through his legs and leave an opening for a pass ball for somebody to steal home and stuff. He was stopping all that stuff. And he goes – it's his fault. He pointed at me. <laughs> what I do? He's like, you'll never believe what he had me doing at passports today. And I just started laughing because I knew what he was about to say. <laughs> Tyler didn't know. He told me, he's making me do my popping squads at this freaking passport place. I'm like, yeah. And Tyler just started laughing. I was like, hey, yeah, nothing else to do. I mean, I'm filling out paperwork. He's, yeah. he's literally standing there doing nothing. Might as well. <laughs> wow. So been working with him. He's having fun. It was good to come off a good game. Good to be back at it after a week off with spring break and stuff. Um, but I, as you can hear, I can prattle on about my kid and about baseball and about the whole team. Like I'm really proud of those kids. They they yeah. make our job a lot easier and enjoyable. And uh, y'all hear more about baseball as it goes because yep. it's baseball season, baby. Yeah, I'm fighting off a sneeze. It's like yeah. it's like right there. Yeah. Better out than in, dude. If you don't well, let it out your nose, it just come stopped. out your ass. So. It just stopped, mm-hmm. so it's going to come out right when I'm in the middle mm-hmm. of a sentence. Probably so, not be that much funnier. So I was trying to find out when Jessica was coming home because the funeral was today. Right. right. And she's like, I took a nap. I'm like, well, good for you. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I really got to go to the bathroom, but I can't. Duke is in my way. I'm like, just get up because I'm thinking that he's just like. I'm just thinking, there. isn't isn't Duke being in the way while you're trying to go to the bathroom? Yeah. No. <laughs> I get it. You mean a dog. So <laughs> like a dog. he's literally <laughs> like laying in her. <laughs> in her, basically, like literally in her fucking lap. She cannot go. And he's a 90 pound uh, black mouth cur. Ride her back and be like, tell that dog to get out of my spot right now. Yeah. <laughs> be like, just fucking kick him in the ass. He'll move. <laughs> it's like, but it's like, you gotta go to the bathroom. You gotta go to the bathroom. Fucking go. Like, I mean, you fart on him or something. Maybe he'll get up. I don't know. Who knows? But uh, actually, we, we're damn near three hours, so we need to wrap it up, anyways. Yeah. 
because been. I'm good with that. It's fine. We had a lot to talk about. It's good. Um, I did yep. want to say before we go, uh, R.I.P. to uh, Lance uh, Hendrick. Reddick. Reddick. Hendrick is the mm-hmm. other guy. And I knew I was mm-hmm. going to fuck that up. I knew it. As Lieutenant soon- Daniels. Like, it was in my head. It was in my head. Don't say mm-hmm. Hendrick. Lance Hendrick is the other guy. I from, know. From, from, from Alien. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and uh, the other one, the other show. Millennium. Mm-hmm. Reddick. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, so, from John Wick, uh, The Wire whole bunch of fucking movies and tv shows uh, i passed away i think uh a little bit 60 years old 60 years just a random heart attack and that's dude that dude was cut yeah chiseled worked out super in shape still stopped by a heart attack i tell people i'm wasting time in the gym it don't matter yeah die anyways if your heart's gonna go it's gonna go exactly it literally doesn't matter it'll fucking just give out and like the funny part is you know what lawrence fishburne is what 80 and you know mm-hmm. he's still fucking going on this shit but just yep lance reddick just but morgan like, freeman's like 170 yeah that's true but our president is also 312 so i mean it's, i mean you can live forever somehow but uh but yeah just, I, yeah 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 basically um but yeah i saw that and i was like holy shit like like just out of nowhere like just yep. he died like uh, two days ago or the news came out two days ago um so i was just like no, it was last week no we were definitely behind on that one no i mean literally all (laughs) the articles and stuff that i see about it news wise are from two days ago it literally says Mm -hmm. he died two days like i said the articles dropped two days ago i mean clearly would have died before that but that was just fucking out of nowhere um i will say also while while you were talking i was scrolling and uh i found out there did you watch that link i sent you with him the 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 one i put in the group when you said r.i.p for him uh no i don't the toys are me thing no i missed that uh dude scroll back up and find that shit and watch it it was him doing a funnier die skit where he's like a manager at toys r us oh is that what that was (laughs) dude that shit is so funny like he cusses and yells at him and says all kinds of fucked up stuff like you just don't expect it to come out of him because of the play the type of people he usually plays yeah and he's like he's he's in there he's like you think you're working at Toys R Us? This is Toys R Me, motherfuckers. The second mortgage they took out from your degree was worth it because you now have a job. How long is this? Uh, it's oh, like it's five, five minutes. minutes yeah, I'm not gonna yeah, say the whole no, time. You ain't but... playing that all on here. Yeah, like, but that's fine. I'll watch that. I'll, I'll, that I'll watch shit that. is because that shit had me in tears laughing. Like I love that sketch yeah. of his. And then when I found out he passed, I went and pulled it back up and watched it again. It's yeah, he's so he yeah. was so good. Uh, yeah. But I did watch the uh, Sylvester Stallone thing uh, about why he'll never watch Creed 3 and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And the funny thing is, he says in that quick little interview, he says, I don't know how they I don't know how they got it away from me. But I actually looked yeah. into it. It's like he clearly signed over the fucking rights yep. to Rocky not long ago. And it's like, but it was like it was like some kind of like it was there was some, funny. There was like some they, sneaky they, shit. There yes, was. But that's that's the part he doesn't understand it, is how they got. That it wasn't it wasn't supposed to be all of the above. Like yeah. he wasn't supposed to completely surrender. Ownership. It was supposed to be just this one thing yeah. you can have. Yeah, it was but like, the way they worded it, they fucked him and got. Yeah, everything. he got like, he got fucked on all the way too. back to the original. Yeah. yeah, and I like what he said at least in that part where he, where he said Michael B. Jordan, he's a good kid. Like if he does if he does Creed four and and he wants me to come back as long as that other guy isn't there, I'll be fine. I guess he means Ryan yep. Coogler. It's like yep. fuck Ryan Coogler. It's like, yep. it's like he flat oh. out said he's not even gonna watch three because of that. Yeah, because of that. I mean, he got fucked out of his fucking life's work basically. And he said it. He said it's not about the the Rocky thing. It's it's my kids. I was yeah, my kids were gonna get them. that. Yeah, 
Yeah. So now they t- stole that out from under him like that, basically. I mean, yep. yep Got to put watch that fucking small print, man. And sometimes yep. it ain't even the small print. Sometimes just how badly worded the big print was. Yeah, that that lawyer ease will fuck you up every time. Yeah, exactly. You got to pay attention to that shit. Um, mm. there was one other thing. Oh, uh, as I was scrolling, I saw, uh, a minor announcement for the next kind of Power Rangers Unlimited. Like that's a mm. one one off kind of comic sections. And it's mm-hmm. supposed to be doing with the world of the coinless and stuff like that. So that's going to be kind of cool. Because I've been reading more of the comics, you know, the new ones that are coming out, plus catching up on the uh, the books I collected. And mm-hmm. apparently Dormammu read all the ones that uh, he borrowed from a friend a while back. So when I talked to him mm-hmm. the other day, I was like, well, you need to get your ass back on so we can fucking talk Power Rangers. Uh, um, you so, should do that as a personal show. Like so, you're doing with Rusty. So, so do a personal Power Rangers talk with him. Well, with Rusty, it's just more or less banking an episode of, you know, to get ahead. Just in case, because mm-hmm. with your schedule, I didn't know your schedule was changing whenever we did that. So actually, banking an episode might be might be useful. Mm-hmm. Um, so either way, all this doing is flip flopping when we're recording. Yeah, I know. Like we're recording now. Like it actually worked out because of last week having to take off with everything you were dealing with. It kind yeah. of worked out. Yeah, yeah. If cons- we recorded considering- last week and recorded this week, we wouldn't be recording again till next week. You know what I yeah. mean? So that would have fucked us up. Yeah. So we'd be, well, we would have been hi- behind regardless, but would have had less to yeah. talk about. So either way, guys. Um, so like and subscribe, all that kind of stuff. You know, we we're up to like forty subscribers here on the YouTube. So by all means, more would be great. Uh, but of course, if you're listening anywhere else, you know, rate the show. And of course, if you want to contact us, you can either do so in the comments on the YouTube. Or write in because nobody ever writes into the email. The now you made it um, awkward mail at gmail.com. Maybe if you hadn't made it so obnoxiously hard to type out. Mm. Well, if only it was copy and pasteable in the fucking description down eh, below. So nobody would have to do it. Yeah, it's so hard to just go boop. So either way, if yeah. you want to write in, of course, go check out the top five. And actually, nobody gave us their top fives from that last top five. So well, you said you only put it on, on Patreon, is what the problem is. No, I didn't. No, top five is on YouTube, it's not on Patreon. Uh, yeah, none no, of the unedited version. Become literally the raw version of that episode was on Patreon, but the edited version went up on YouTube. No, I don't so, even remember what. Half the time, I don't even remember dude, what we say on that shit. If you ever, if I ever find out you left something in there, you shouldn't have left in there. I'm gonna punch you in your dick hole. No, I tend to pay attention. There was one time okay. I. Well, there was one time where you said, "Well, because because you forgot you'd already said your kids' names on here, so it doesn't mm-hmm. fucking matter." But you said, "Well, it's on Patreon, right?" And then you started talking about. Uh, Gabriel and Isaac, and I'm like, you've already said their names before. You've talked eh. about them at length. It's like it's not a secret. Eh. It's not a secret. Not even really their names. Fuck you guys. My kids' names are Shabubu and Chicago. Fuck you guys. <laughs> Chicago. Yeah. Shish kebabs. Shawshank Redemption. Chicago. You're out of here. Yeah. <laughs> I love that shit. That shit's still so fucking funny. <laughs> shit, which one? Shit. Which one was a better? Which Ace Ventura was better? The second one. I'd argue the first. Nope. Not even close. The first one was hilarious, but the second one was so over the top. Tommy Davidson was the was fucking amazing in that movie. Mm. The one that he has to fight that throws the spears in his yeah. legs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh my god. That and like the fucking spitballing that guy trying to balance on the thing. The the closing line, and they come out there all ready to go to war. And he's like, What's wrong with everybody? They said she's not a virgin. They can tell. <laughs> like that, shit, <laughs> that shit fucking kills me every fucking time. The the Lone Ranger, the high silver when he's fucking with the, the overhead projector. Yeah. I do that shit to care sometimes though. Yep. 
that second one was so much better the first one was good the second one was so much better and they are really uh, two different movies they very very much are one of them was just like a, a funny detective story the next one was just slapstick over the top fucking jim carrey gone fucking nuts on film yeah even the opening the the at the 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 monastery yeah the, when he does when he's like hold on i'll meet you down there and he's slinky There's something down i want to do fucking, first yeah he does the slinky down the fucking steps up to the monastery it's like so close like look i haven't seen this movie in probably 20 years yeah. and i can still quote the whole entire fucking movie well i like, think i think i watched it 20 fucking times when i was 10 oh definitely definitely during my during my days back in the day we were talking about earlier yeah. i definitely watched that movie way too much i have definitely but seen like the, both of those movies yeah. more than like the mask or anything else yep what a lovely room of death you have. <laughs> Fucking bullshit. God damn. Kara just quoted the other day. We were playing. She did the Monopoly guy thing for something. I can't remember yeah. why. And that's, <laughs> and that's where we that's where we always get the uh like a glove like a glove yeah the fucking the fucking uh land cruiser just spiraling oh, through the God. air and it just fucking lands oh you pretty chitty bang bang chitty chitty he's like all bouncing even God though it's perfectly damn. smooth and he's like this God damn. the other guy's just staring at him like he's an idiot he is an idiot God, i love that movie it's like i'm gonna watch that movie again it's fucking oh, absurd Either way, Fuck guys. Big Lebowski. I'm going back to watch. <laughs> watch Lebowski first, since you haven't seen when it. Nature calls. There's, no, there's no. actually, there's, there's some. I don't want to say yeah, similarities, cool. but there's stuff that that's it cool. Kind it's of no when. Infers. It's no when nature calls, though, man. I mean, that, what is? Oh god. I mean, they par- they parody so many movies in that movie. Yep. I mean, it is what it is. <sighs> I mean, it opens up. With right, get par- us the fuck out of here before I start quoting this whole what, goddamn movie. What was the movie that? What was the Stallone movie they're parodying at the opening? Where it's the, uh, the beginning of when nature calls, when he's trying to rescue the raccoon from the mountaintop. Oh yeah, um, cliffhanger, cliffhanger, yeah, that cliffhanger. whole cliffhanger yeah. intro. It's like that's <laughs> it's fucking like absurd. Movie. It's like the yeah, whole movie. Whole Ace, movie. it's just a raccoon. Just forget about it. <laughs> oh god, it's like it's like if I were you, I'd quit. Yeah, but if I was you, you'd be me, and I'd use your body <laughs> to get to the top. You can't stop me, no matter who you are. <laughs> the rhino scene. Yeah. We, Karen oh. and I talk about that all the time in Florida when we get in the car and it's hot as fuck. Yeah, I'm oh, like, man, dude, I feel the like ri- trying to get dude, the car. rhino scene has come back up recently with a stupid little core class rhinox from the movie that's coming up. I think Kara's trying to work her way into getting some D today. She keeps bringing me chocolate and chicken titties at me, so. I mean, it is what it is. You done recording? Huh? You done recording? No, we're still recording. About to, about to be done recording. We're gonna say almost k- done recording. We're gonna say k bye. We're gonna say k bye. I gotta get laid. Laid bye. One bye. <laughs> 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 Rolling up over black Cadillac High heel boots and a sexy body full of tats